a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Star Wars Episode 9 Duel of the Fates The Iron Grip of the First Order has spread to the furthest reaches of the galaxy. Only a few scattered planets remain unoccupied. Traitorous acts are punishable by death. Determined to suffocate a growing unrest, Supreme Leader Kylo Ren has silenced all communication between neighboring systems. Led by General Leia Organa, the Resistance has planned a secret mission to prevent their annihilation and forge a path to freedom. Exterior, space, a rich tapestry of stars reaching beyond all we know. Two sharp points of a space station enclose the sides of a frame as we drift backwards into the glowing rectangular entrance of a docking bay. Interior, Kuat orbital ring, docking bay, day. A first order transport touches down. A wide platform descends revealing a variety of droids. A graphite BB unit carefully splits off from the group. Interior, Kuat, Orbital Ring, Corridor, Day. The graphite BB unit swerves to avoid a brutish labor droid, scraping BB's spherical side against the wall. His head tilts down, checking a scuff in his paint, revealing orange beneath. It's BB-8, deep undercover. He lets out a familiar uh-oh and rotates the orange scuff beneath his head. Interior, Surveillance Den, Kuat Moon, day. A common device blinks in a cramped room stacked with recycled Imperial gear. Rose Tico, adventure-worn and battle-ready, grabs it with gloved hands. BB-8, you in? BB-8 beeps affirmative. Rose looks up through the broken roof at the orbital ring in the sky above. Star destroyers protrude from it like spikes on a punk bracelet. I need eyes on the checkpoint. Interior, Kuat, orbital ring, day. BB-8 plugs into a scomp terminal, anxious, tense. Out the window, the glowing Kuat moon, sun cresting its horizon. Interior, surveillance den, Kuat surface, day. A hollow monitor grid lights up, blurred and scrambled. Rose straps electro goggles over her cracked leather flight helmet. boy. Rose's POV, the images unscramble, revealing a security checkpoint. The HUD zooms on an approaching dropship. Here they come. Exterior, Kuat Moon, security, checkpoint, day. The dropship touches down in a canyon of white and blue sedimentary rock, kicking up a storm of silver sand. Stormtroopers shield their eyes as the craft spits out a new batch of migrant workers from all corners of the galaxy. Aliens and humans submitting to the First Order in exchange for safety and a scrap of food. Stormtroopers funnel the migrants towards a weapons detector. We notice Finn disguised in rags among them. Checkpoint. Keep your head down. A robed human nods, face hidden under dusty headwear. A bottleneck quickly forms. 
the ragged aliens bark at each other in a dozen languages. A beast like Drovinian shoves Finn. Whoa, hey, 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 no, 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 no trouble here. The Drovinian grabs Finn's neck with a single hand and lifts him up, teeth bared. Okay, trouble, trouble! The robed human steps between them. Poe Dameron. Easy, pal. Poe pulls a dried, three-eyed pectofish from a leathered pouch beneath his robe. Here, I couldn't finish it. The Drovinian eyes the fish, drops Finn, eats. We notice Poe's hand on a concealed blaster beneath his robe. Finn regains his footing, clenching his neck. Thanks. Poe shoots him a tense look. They move toward the scanner. How will we know VBA packed mainframe? The weapon scanner alarms. Stormtroopers pull a mangy godel out of the group. He pleads, pointing desperately to his metallic horns. Blasters fire. Hello. Poe and Finn step into the weapon scanner. Just as they enter, the machine shutters and clicks off. We lost power. Hold the line. Stormtroopers step in front of the scanner. Blasters smoking. Finn and Poe eye each other. Tense. Interior. Quat. Orbital ring. Day. BB-8 scomplink sputters and spins. A stormtrooper drops a crate of spanners nearby. BB-8 startles as they clatter across the floor. Droid sweat. Exterior. Quat moon. Security checkpoint. Day. The stormtrooper smacks the console. It powers up again with our armed infiltrators standing inside it. No alarm. Go on. Get moving. Our guys exhale. Still alive. Exterior. Quat workers colony. Day. Poe and Finn pass through the border wall to reveal a vast migrant settlement. Modular housing painted with colorful symbols from each worker's homeworld. A vibrant melting pot. The orbital ring looms above, connected to the planet's surface by a massive power shaft, plunged directly into the core. It glows blue with the ship fueling energy mined here. Poe locks eyes with Biss Kova, a furry alien watching from a machine shop. Biss taps his cheek. That's our guy. Nearby, a suspicious Tuscan face wrapped. The Tuscan eyes Finn and Poe as they follow Biskova inside a hut. Interior, migrant hut, day. A big cheeked, hairless alien baby bounces in a hanging sea cow stomach while Biss's partner, Dal Kova, brushes an unappetizing roast with melted fat. Rose emerges from behind a beaded curtain in the back. You said two days. I've been here two weeks. This place doesn't seem so bad. Good people, terrible food. Rose rolls a canvas map onto the table. This is our access point. She drops a hollow chip. It projects the orbital ring and the power shaft plunging from it into the moon's core. This power shaft delivers raw ore to the orbital ring. A detonation stream directly into the energy stream here will cause a chain reaction. A blinking holographic light shoots up into the orbital ring, causing a series of explosions around the entire structure. Take the whole thing down. Finn looks up through the broken roof at the orbital ring above. A dozen star destroyers fueling up. Along with their new fleet. How do we know they haven't detected bb 8s signature? The alien baby starts to cry. Rose picks up a rattle and shakes it. There's a lot we don't know. That's why I voted for the other plan. What, this? This is when we second-guess the plan right now? Rose sticks a finger into the alien baby's mouth. We can take out the enemy's fuel source and be light years away before they know what hit them. But we have to move now. Finn and Poe regard this odd moment. Rose really has been down here a while. Okay, let's blow this thing and go home. Exterior. Kuat Colony. Day. Poe, Finn, and Rose move past migrant workers toward the massive power shaft base extending to the sky. The Tuscan follows them in the deep background. 
BB-8, don't worry, I'm alive. Unlock the power shaft doors and get ready with that shuttle. Interior, coat, orbital ring, day. BB-8 detaches his scomp link and speeds down the corridor. Exterior, coat colony, power shaft base, day. A trio of space gray mech troopers guard the door. Whack! Poe makes short work of the first mech trooper, knocking him unconscious. Bin and Rose quietly take down the other two with electric shock prods. Poe unlatches a device from the mech trooper's belt, throws it to Finn. He scans it on the wall. Interior, power shaft base, day. A massive cylinder of particle energy rushing upwards. Finn, Poe, and Rose approach it and gaze up, dwarfed. We'll have 20 seconds before detonation, give or take. Give or take how Poe hands out three flying thermal detonators. Nice and easy, just like pitching palmetto stick. We didn't have that. Oh, we're going now! Poe underhand tosses his charge into the stream where it rockets upwards in the particle flow. Rose throws hers. Finn chucks his like a live grenade and runs. Poe into his comlink. BB-8, bombs are away. We'll meet you at the relay point. Interior, maintenance, shuttle dock, day. BB-8 rolls into the droid slot of a tiny maintenance shuttle, old and forgotten. The ship powers up. Exterior, co-op colony, power shaft base, day. Our heroes exit through the maintenance door to find themselves face-to-face with a platoon of stormtroopers and mech troopers. Migrant workers crane their necks from the village. The masked Tuscan lurks among them. Poe eyes the orbital ring, anticipating the explosion. Distraction in three, two, one, now! Poe dives, rolls, head covered, but nothing happens. Interior, Coat Orbital, Command Center, day. A First Order officer rushes to alert Steely Admiral Vaughn. Screen graphics show a contained blast in the power shaft. Blast shields have contained the explosion, Admiral. All systems are stable. Vaughn looks down at the glowing Quat moon below, scoffs. Their outdated tactics are pitiful. Exterior, Quat colony, power shaft base, day. Rose and Finn look up at the orbital ring, fully intact. Any second now. Suddenly, a high-pitched wail spins them around. The hooded Tuscan steps forward. Blades of blue light flash from its gloved hands. It's holding a dual lightsaber. The Tuscan takes down everything in its path, lies deadly with the blade. Finn, Rose, and Poe duck and fire away until they are surrounded by bodies, blasters smoking. The Tuscan's mask hits the ground. It's Ray, not the girl we last saw, a grown woman, powerful, strong. Ray spins and blocks a laser blast we didn't see coming. What are you doing here? Her robes fall from her shoulders, revealing a battle-ready outfit of all black. A simple thank you would do. She throws the double blade like a boomerang, ducks behind the power regulator as the spinning saber slices all in its path, then rises in time to catch it. This is a new weapon of her own design, made from the pieces of Anakin's broken lightsaber and her own staff. She wields it with grace. Poe ducks behind a generator, yells through lasers You shouldn't have come here. You'd rather be killed. If it means you're safe, yeah. There's something more behind those words. Now's not the time. Definitely not the time. She force pushes a pack of eight, sending them clattering. The migrant workers point to Ray in awe, whispering, reverent. The children cheer, speaking a word they all know. More stormtroopers flood into the square. But the migrant workers block their path to protect Ray. Some throw rocks, others swing with hammers and tools. It's inspiring, a 
promise of a revolution. Ray, we gotta go! Ray hesitates, wanting to fight alongside these people. I have to help them! Poe eyes more troop transports and incoming TIE fighters. Not here, not now! Ray knows he's right, but it kills her inside. She reluctantly follows her friends through the blast door. Finn moves to follow them, but his ankle is grabbed by a fallen stormtrooper helmet, blasted open. They lock eyes. Recognition, a memory from long ago. Finn pulls free and continues on, but he's shaken. Interior, Coat, Orbital, Command Center, Day. An officer races to Admiral Vaughn. What happened down there? The last Jedi is with them, sir. Vaughn's confidence turns to fear. Uh, alert the Knights of Ren. Exterior, Power Shaft Corps, Day. Ray, Poe, Finn, and Rose race towards a maintenance turbolift that runs the length of the power shaft to the ring above. Poe speaks into his comlink. BB-8, we're coming to you. Plant's gone sideways. Exterior, space. BB-8 has already left the orbital ring in the shuttle. On his way down to the rendezvous point on the planet's surface, per the plan, he beeps incredulously. Poe looks up the ring above. We're going to need another ship. His eyes settle on the eclipse, a colossal star destroyer docked just above them an ivory pirate ship in space. You're not serious. That's an Eclipse-class dreadnought. You can't fly. I can fly anything. Rose hacks into the turbo lift. Glass door opens. We're in. Interior, turbo lift, day. The door slides shut, cutting off the sound. Clench everything. The turbo lift capsule rockets up into the tube, traveling from the planet's surface to the orbital ring in seconds. Interior, Kuat, orbital ring, fueling dock. The turbolift door opens to find the stern of the Eclipse dreadnought right in front of them, miles wide. Thick fuel lines attach to the propulsion engines. Glide rover shuttle supplies to the ship. You sure about this? Nope. We had better odds on Rax's prime. That was not my fault. You need to let Rax go. They hop into a glide rover and speed off. Interior, observation tower, day. Admiral Vaughn watches the glide rover race towards the Eclipse. Where are they going? The glide rover disappears into the dock destroyer. Admiral Vaughn cracks slightly as their plan dawns on him. They can't possibly. Admiral Vaughn leans over a first order tech. How many men on that ship? Just the bridge crew, sir. The rest are on dock leaves. Interior, Eclipse destroyer, bridge. A massive navigational bridge dense with first order crew. A laser blast spins them around. Rose cocks her heavy weapon. Finn seals the door. Who's in charge here? I am. Great, I'm your new pilot. Where does the pilot sit? Ray loses patience, waves her palm toward the officer. We will set a course for the Neroan system. Set course for the Neroan system. The crewmen turn and take their positions at the console, mind tricked en masse. Poe and Ray take the helm, pressing buttons, guessing. Cold start the engines. We can jump right into hyperspace if we overheat the laser cannon drive. The exhaust will spill over. Into the propulsion systems. We can freeze the chamber. Poe looks to Ray as they flip switches, a gleam in his eye. Don't you see, you and I, how we- Not the time. Finn sits at a massive control board with hundreds of buttons. Okay, I'm, I'm going to need very specific instructions. Rose goes to work at the nav Shields console. up, setting calculations for light speed. Let's go. Don't rush me. I messed this up and we fly right to the sun. Finn taps on a screen in front of him. The ship's exterior lights click on. I found the lights! I turned on the lights! One of the crew snaps out of his mind trick. I spin. Bird! Whack! Knocks him out cold. Let's get somewhere fast! Working on it! Poe eases his hands into the Who steering wheel. an inverted control yoke? Exterior, co orbital, space. 
The eclipse roughly disengages and scrapes its way out. Fuel conduits unhinge and spit blue energy, slicing through the dock's infrastructure. The ship's exterior lights blink on and off in a patch grid. Heavy cannons fire on the eclipse's shields. Interior, eclipse destroyer, bridge, space. Poe leans back. The craft dips down. The black empty pod is where we should be pointed. I'm trying. Everything's backwards. Bin looks out the window at the planet rising into view as they tilt further down. I can fly anything. Poe gains control of the craft's trajectory, but not its axis. They are inverting. The planet rolls from the bottom of the massive front window to the top. Okay, we're rolling now. Do we have the droid? Exterior, space. BB-8's maintenance craft is hit, burning, engineless, 50 feet from the dock. He'll never make it. BB-8, now! BB-8 has to act. He ejects himself from the droid socket, floats 50 feet through cold, empty space, passes through the oxygen shield, and lands inside the hangar with a clamp. Interior, Eclipse Destroyer, Bridge, Day. BB-8 beeps affirmative on the comm link. We've got him! Rose's console flashes. Good for light speed! Ray leans past Poe and shoves the hyperdrive helve forward. Bars of light stretch out before them. Exterior, quad, orbital ring, space. The eclipse blurs and vanishes. Silence. We tilt up, stars raining down. Womb. A jagged, sinister ship appears from hyperspace. Knife 9, shaped like an arrowhead with adjustable wings. We follow it back toward the orbital ring. Exterior, interior. Quat, orbital, external landing area, space. Knife 9 lands on an exposed landing pad, protected by a quantum shield from the cold dangers of space. The Knights of Ren appear from their ship. Haraska Ren, the leader, armored and caped in black. Ot Ren and Laurel Ren seem to work as a duo. Jadic Ren is the rogue, his mask evoking an angry ghost. Hadaska eyes the scene in studied silence. He turns his ominous, masked gaze to Admiral Vaughn, here to meet him. We uploaded a veil cipher to the droid. You'll have her location the moment a probe is within range. Hadaska Ren draws his darksaber and cuts Vaughn down. A few stormtroopers instinctively raise their weapons. The other knights raise their heavy blasters. Officers and stormtroopers back away, tense, afraid. The knights holster their weapons and return to their ship, leaving Admiral Vaughn's body in their wake. Exterior, Coruscant, day. A dense cloud layer pierced with skyscrapers. We follow a security craft down through the fog to reveal the city, unrecognizable from its halcyon days. New structures built atop the deco architecture of the Old Republic growing older as we descend to the decrepit streets below, sedimentary layers of progress. Exterior, Coruscant, Imperial Boulevard, day. The security craft lands on a broad avenue rife with despair. Immigrants from a thousand systems all seeking a better future for their children. The cruiser unloads a squad of eight stormtroopers on hovering Night Sister speeder bikes. They disappear down long alleys, spreading out into the populace. One buzzes past a dirty propaganda billboard with the familiar First Order symbol and a message, Join Today. Someone has painted Don't above the word Join. A street kid, Dade, 12, eyes a pair of patrolling stormtroopers as they rough up a limbless alien. He picks up a piece of broken cement, aims, throws. It hits the trooper in the head. Both spin, blasters up, but the kid is long gone. 
A bantha horn sounds on high. Dade races through the plumes of smoke past buildings, shocks of old Republic-era technology. Revealing exterior, Monument Square, day. A massive open plaza connected by a web of boulevards. The First Order Capitol towers over it, a jagged structure, balancing on the surface like a spinning top. Thousands are gathered here. All eyes are on a dais, where Capitol guards hold a ragged, hooded figure before the crowd. The people look to the sky at a hologram of Chancellor Hux, four stories tall. Dade weaves closer. Today, another conspirator stands charged with treason. The guards remove the conspirator's hood, revealing Biskova, our alien on the ground from the Kuat colony. Though support for his cause has all but vanished, let this day remind us of the consequences for defying our supreme leader. The capital guards lead Biskova to a guillotine with a hissing light blade poised above. He stares silently ahead. Kylo Ren is not without pity, just as the traitor before you is not without remorse. And so he offers to spare this man's life in exchange for the location of the Resistance base. Biskova remains defiant. Hux's hologram grows irritated. So be it. Biskova is placed in the light blade guillotine. A woman in the crowd covers Dade's eyes. He peels her fingers away, an anger burning within. The light blade falls. Interior, Capitol Corridor, day. Chancellor Hawk's hair streaked with gray looks down at the thousands gathered in Monument Square. The people are a distant blur from here. Boot heels click, revealing Commander Selleck, Hux's second in military command. Sir, they're here. Interior, Capitol War Room, day. A clawed hand reaches into a silver terrine of baby shocks huddling together for warmth. We follow the squealing animal into the mouth of Lord Gerlid, an alien with razor teeth. He sits at a table of galactic warlords, tribal, wealthy, coated in elaborate robes and stolen jewels. Chancellor Hux speaks to them, nostrils flared at the smell. I assure you, the stolen destroyer will be found. Our probe droids are scouring the galaxy as we speak. Dreadnought-class warship, just slip through your fingers, Hux. Your words don't inspire confidence. A lone signal won't be difficult to find. Our transmissions blockade has silenced millions of systems. You can silence planets, not people. Definite uprisings. We must not allow the seeds of revolution to take root. The First Order will punish those who defy your rule. Submit your youth for conditioning. They will teach their elders the rule of law. Jornalt, a nasty dreadlocked weakway. It's Skywalker they believe in, not the law. And his apprentice, this girl, this Jedi, she's become a symbol of hope. Raykar Shen, a species with curved spider fangs for teeth. The people believe she will destroy you, Hux, and your master. Kylo Ren is no master, certainly not mine. Ugmot, a shapeless noid, pounds the table with his tiny hands. The Knights of Ren have been dispatched to eliminate her. Our fate in the hands of zealots. You ask for our confidence, yet provide nothing to inspire it. Where is Kylo Ren? The Supreme Leader will return when he acquires the knowledge he seeks. The warlords eye each other, not satisfied with that. When? Hux seethes, speaking through his teeth. Soon. 
Exterior, Mustafar, day. The terrain is obsidian-like, black and reflective. Jagged mountains spike in the distance. A cloaked figure in tattered robes rises into frame. Kylo Ren, bearded and weary. He checks the stars for navigation, climbs over a rock precipice to reveal Vader's abandoned castle in the distance. A drone droid, BX-20, floats just behind him. Stay here. Interior, Vader's chamber, night. A forgotten, decrepit cathedral, crumbling. Pieces of structure litter the ground, untouched for decades. Kylo lights his red crossguard lightsaber, holds it up as a torch. Tiny creatures scurry at the disturbance. A haunting wind blows against his cheek, chilling him. Leave me alone. This is where the dark path leads. An empty tomb. Luke Skywalker's voice, haunting his nephew like a spirit. Where did your path lead? Your ghosts. I know what you're searching for, Ben. Your master promised you strength, but you feel hollow. Soon I will be more powerful than any Jedi. Even you. Are you sure? Kylo snaps, spins, and swings his lightsaber at empty space. With a billow of cold wind, Luke's spirit is gone. Go home, Ben. Go home to Leia. Kylo is shaken, but on the altar beyond, he sees the artifact he came here to find. A Sith holocron. He kneels before it, holds out his palm, channels the force. The three sides of the pyramid pull away, revealing an energy within. It grows in intensity and projects a hologram. Emperor Palpatine recorded decades ago. Lord Vader, young Skywalker will soon be ours. I have foreseen it, but we must prepare for the unforeseen. Should he strike me down, you will take him to the Ramakor system. There, you will find Torvalum, master of the Sith Lord, who instructed me. The holocron's blue light whirls red. It emits a laser that scans Kylo's body. Yeah, the son of Skywalker will acquire a great ability beyond what you could hope to command in your damaged state. With it, he will harness the untapped power of mortars. At last, we will realize... The holocron alarms. Kylo Ren is not Darth Vader. Palpatine's image stutters. The destiny potential. A blast of red lightning shoots from the pyramidal device into Kylo's eyes. The invasive pulse of energy spreads over his face like a cancer. Horrible, raw, purple veins streak through his skin. He screams in deep, unbearable pain. Interior, resistance base, Korolev, day. A pair of blue eyes snap open. Ben... Leia Organa grips a stone wall, regaining balance. Her hair is long and gray, her robes white. A wise and elegant leader, Leia has suffered more loss than a human can endure, but she remains a rock in a raging river. She stands overlooking a terrain of rainforest dusted with crisp white snow. Korolev, the Resistance secret base. She senses a presence behind her. Speak. Chewbacca approaches with Lieutenant Connix, wounded in battle since we last saw her. She now has a visible scar. The team has returned, General. Mission accomplished? Not exactly. 
Conix nods to the sky beyond. Leia turns to see the Eclipse destroyer descending to planetfall over the snowy jungle, escorted by X-Wings. They look like flies next to it. Interior, Eclipse destroyer, bridge, day. Leia storms onto the bridge as First Order officers are escorted out in handcuffs. You are in strict violation of the Carillion Accords. Yeah, put it on my tab. Rose rips the officer's ID bars off his uniform. You mind? I collect these. What should we do with them, General? Cook them dinner. They look thin. The punishment for your act of rebellion will be swift. The doors shut in his face. Scan the ship. This thing could be crawling with enemy troops. But our team didn't consider that, did they? Come on, tell me you haven't always wanted one of these. Leia gives him a look. Insufferable. Prepare for evacuation. We're leaving. What? Why? You stole a Star Destroyer. I disabled their homing beacon. We're free and clear. Would you bet your life on that? That stops them both. Leia looks past them to Ray in a corridor off the bridge, alone. Go. Leia approaches Finn. How's she doing? Hard to tell. Maybe you can talk to her. She doesn't need a master right now. She needs a friend. Interior, Eclipse Destroyer, Corridor, Continuous. Finn approaches Ray, tentative. You okay? I failed. Don't say that. They know our tactics. We've been fighting this war for far too long. Those people. Those children. I saw hope in their eyes. They believe in you. We all do. Those words add more weight to Ray's heavy shoulders. I can't be who they need me to be. I'm not strong enough. That's not true. Every night, I wake up screaming. Every night, another bad dream. Is it him? There's something between us. I can't explain it. I have to shut him out. He can't change. It's too late. It's never too late to change. You taught me that. Chewbacca brays, excited. He's looking out a small rectangular porthole into the hull of the ship. What is it, buddy? Interior, Eclipse Destroyer, Weapons Arsenal, Day. Chewie opens the blast door, revealing a mile-long arsenal of decommissioned Imperial weaponry. Ships, walkers, urban assault vehicles, mounds of heavy artillery. Finn's eyes light up. This is enough firepower to take the capital. Oh, you need to see this! Poe and Rose join them on the Overlook. It's a game changer. See? When have I ever come back empty-handed? This, this was the plan. Was it? We have ships, weapons, all we need is an army. How? Nobody can hear us, we're in the dark. We push in on Ray. Those words resonate with her. We don't have to be. Interior, Millennium Falcon, day. Ray opens the ancient Jedi text from Octo, laid out on the hollow chest table. Finn, Poe, Rose, Chewie gather around. The Jedi had a communication system before the Old Republic. It was powered by a nexus beneath the temple. Sketches of a tower in the Old Jedi Temple on Coruscant. Light flowing from the spire into space. The Force Beacon engineered to call all outlying systems to war. No way it still works. Old Republic tech is better than the junk we have today. That frequency predates the Empire by a thousand years. The First Order's blockade couldn't disrupt the signal. It's worth a shot. They look to Poe, the de facto leader. Anything's worth a shot. (laughs) Yeah, I hope so too. Ray? Ray hesitates for a reason she doesn't yet understand. A dark, ominous feeling. 
Right. She snaps back to them. Hope is all we have left. Interior. Resistance base. Jedi dojo. Day. Whack. A wooden bow stick hits a pillar, coughing dust. Light pours through an open sinkhole onto an elaborate wooden Jedi sparring post. Extensions on all sides like branches of a tree. It moves, rotating at the base, limbs spinning. Ray combats it with aggressive elegance, blindfolded. She spins, ducks, leaps, climbing while fighting. Thump. A swinging post connects with Ray's back. She hits the ground hard, winces in pain. Your pain is an illusion. It isn't, actually. She braces herself and attacks the post again. A double flip and Ray sticks the landing. But then she falters, sensing a disturbance. Exterior, First Order Capital, landing pad, night. A pair of porcine Ugnaughts push a levitating stretcher away from the TIE silencer. On it, Kylo in worse shape than we left him. Damaged veins stretching down his neck. Interior, medical bay, night. Kylo screams on an operating table surrounded by medical droids. Layers of Mandalorian iron are smelted to his face. A discomforting sizzle as they work. Kylo grits his teeth. Interior, resistance base. Jedi dojo, day. Ray touches her cheek, feeling a sharp but distant pain. Interior, medical bay, night. Kylo screams as a jolt of electricity flows into the iron on his face, finishing the job. He is suddenly racked by a vision. A mountain, snow on the jagged peaks. A temple older than all known time. An ancient chamber. Two massive thrones built into the rock. A well of light pulsing from deep below. Interior, resistance space, Jedi dojo, day. Ray is racked by this same vision, but it continues. A dark figure, hooded, masked, Kylo Ren. He activates his red lightsaber, facing off with Ray before the two thrones. They fight, vicious, intense. With a sharp swing, Kylo strikes her down. Back to Ray. She tears off the blindfold, breathless. What did you see? I saw a mountain. Two thrones in the rock. Kylo Ren was... Changed. Luke Skywalker steps into the light, a more tangible form of Force Ghost, similar to his projected self on Crate. You saw the future. Kylo saw it too. I could feel him, like he was there with me. Where? Mortis. Luke turns grave. He sits as Obi-Wan once sat beside him. What do you know of Mortis? It's an ancient place, from a time before the Jedi, before the Sith. Two thrones, two powerful beings, one of darkness, the other of light. Together they brought balance. But it's a myth. And so was I, if you remember. Luke is almost present now. All traces of blue light are gone. Beneath the Temple of Mortis lies a power beyond anything the Jedi have ever known. If Kylo reaches the temple, all we've fought for will be lost. You have to confront him. You want me to kill Leia's son? The Force guides us towards balance. It doesn't always show us what we want to see. Ray scoffs, petulant, angry. Balance. Dark suffocates the light. Light extinguishes the dark over and over. How is that balance? I know that anger. I had it. My father had it too. So says my master. 
and his master before him, a thousand masters, so eager to tell us how to live. She looks through an arched opening at the resistance base. Finn and Rose calibrating a grappling cannon, Poe and Chewie working on the Falcon. I spent my whole life wanting a family. Now I've got one. I won't abandon them. The Force is speaking to you, Ray. Maybe I'm not who it thinks I am. Who are you? I'm no one. If that's what you believe, the last Jedi is dead. Ray sets her practice staff alongside a line of others. Maybe he is. Interior medical bay, night. Kylo's medical slab rises vertical. He looks into a mirror at his altered face, half covered with smelted iron. A monster. Finishes. A new mask lowers onto his head and locks into place, spitting steam. We don't see the front of it. Not yet. A strip of glowing buttons light up on the underside of his forearm. The med droid presses a code. The helmet beeps. Breathe. He does. A new sound, different than Vader's. Guttural. Deep. Interior. Chancellor Hux's chamber. Night. Ornate drapes and an indoor fountain. A huge, throne-like chair faces the city through a massive circular window. Hux removes his trench coat, pointed hat, catches himself in the mirror, touches the streak of gray hair. He peers into a glass case at an object of his affection. A lightsaber, resting on a pedestal. A collector's item. He gazes at it with envy. Hux removes a few coins from his pocket, places one on the table, extends his hand, and tries to use the force to move it. It doesn't budge. His face grows red from trying. Has all been well in my absence? Hux startles, embarrassed. Kylo's masked face is in the shadow. Supreme Leader, you've returned. If I'd known... I don't need grand displays and processions. Or titles. Chancellor. Kylo steps into the light. The new mask is reminiscent of his first, but sharper, nastier, scarier. My knights tell me the girl was within your grasp. Apparently your knights took it upon themselves to deal with my general's failure. And how should I address your failure? Hux turns whiter, takes a small step back. What happened to you? She's beloved, isn't she? Belief is the solace of peasants. The people cling to folklore, but they fear the First Order. They fear me. Soon I will command the Force in ways unseen since the ancients. The power described in the Sith texts. You found it. It is within my reach. The ability to destroy a planet will be insignificant. What are your orders? Find the Resistance. Wipe them out. And the girl? Leave her to me. Interior, Resistance Base. Briefing room. Day. A hologram of the capital lights up. Poe stands before the Resistance leadership. Leia, nearby. As you know, the First Order has silenced communication between all neighboring systems. The source of the blockade is a transmission jammer deep in the First Order capital on Coruscant, here. The capital hologram blinks, zooms, a cube within. So far, we've been unable to find a weakness. No thermal exhaust port, no oscillator. In other words, they're onto us. Leia smiles. He's great. Our forces are too depleted to mount a direct assault, but we've found an alternative. The capital hologram dissipates to make way for a new structure. The Jedi Temple, a familiar five-spired building. An analog system from the days of the Old Republic. Schematics of an ancient machine powered by kyber crystal. A small team will activate the beacon and summon the galaxy to war. The hologram demonstrates. A light shoots from the center spire and connects 50 other planets like dots. When they succeed, the rest of us will be ready. Ben steps forward, eyes alive. I'll leave the team, General. 
I'll lead the team, General, but I'll let him think he's doing it. Leia eyes Ray, sensing her conflict. Ray? They're looking for me. It's dangerous enough as it is. I can't go with you. Poe's smile fades. Leia doesn't press it, reading the room. Prepare to evacuate. We'll reconvene at the rendezvous point. On R2-D2 and C-3PO. On the edges of the room, R2 beeps. Coruscant, finally, a good idea from those scrambled circuits of yours. Coruscant will be quite pleasant this time of year. R2 garbles and rolls off. C-3PO follows. Yes, a properly refined city will be welcome after hoveling down here like a gun dark. Interior, resistance base, corridor, day. Poe catches up with Ray. Hey, what was that about? I have to bring an end to all this. I have to confront him. Mm-hmm. You're just going to confront him. Who talks like that? Jedi do. I'm new to this. Okay, I'm going with you. No. I have to go alone. Is that in your book, too? Where is this confrontation going to happen? Mortis. In the unknown regions. Mortis is a myth. It isn't. I saw it. Oh, you saw it. And how do you plan on finding it? Ray hesitates, unsure. I'll figure it out. She walks away. Poe follows, determined. Hey. Look, I know you think I'm wasted air on any mission, Master Jedi. Please stop calling me that. But the thing is, I know someone who can find the system you're looking for. If it's one of your Flight Academy friends, I swear. It's not one of those guys, but those guys are great. Because they are unreliable at best, and I'm being nice. She's a navigator, lives on Bonadan, force-sensitive like you. Not exactly like you. Spice diggers used to pay her to find deposits on asteroids. Do you trust her? She's a little off, but if this place exists, she can find it. Ray softens. Poe is standing closer than he's ever been. Hey, I get it. No attachments, Jedi path. I've read that story too, but... I'm just saying, you don't have to do this alone. On Leia, through layers of pilots, she notices Ray and Poe in the corridor, recognizes the romantic tension. Her knowing look quickly turns to concern. On Poe and Rose, Finn tightens a bolt on the grappling cannon. A loud clank startles him. He closes his eyes, left hand shaking. Hey, it's okay. Finn's past has followed him for years. Memories of friends kidnapped and conditioned to serve. One of the stormtroopers on plot. I knew him. Trained together when we were kids. Looked so scared. Remember that feeling. I don't think that feeling ever goes away. Can't let any more of them end up like me. It has to stop. Rose puts a calming hand on his. He breathes easier. That's what we're fighting for. Interior, Kylo Ren's chamber, night. Kylo gazes down at Darth Vader's burned mask, speaking once more to the grandfather he never knew. I understand you now. Your weakness, your pain. You allowed love to cloud your judgment. I will succeed where you failed. He grips Vader's mask and exits onto his balcony. A thousand feet up, a layer of clouds below, stars above. Kylo holds Vader's mask out over the edge and lets it go. It plunges below the clouds and shatters. Interior, TIE silencer, night. Kylo Ren lowers into the cockpit. His drone, VX-20, settles into the data dock over his right shoulder. Set a course for Remnicor. VX-20 beeps in affirmative. Interior, war room, night. Hux watches Kylo's TIE silencer fly into the starfield above. Goodbye, Ren. Commander Selleck approaches. Sir, 
One of our probes picked up the droid signal. We found them. Ready my ship. I want to witness their extinction myself. Shall I inform the Supreme Leader? No. Let Kylo and the girl fulfill the empty promises of their ancient religion. In the end, they'll destroy each other, as Jedi and Sith always have. Then we will rise, strong, decisive, ready to bring true order to the galaxy. Commander Selleck eyes Hux, unnerved by him. Prepare the attack. Exterior, resistance base, spacecraft hangar, day, buzzing energy as the resistance evacuates the base. Poe and Chewbacca load up the Millennium Falcon. Because I'm not sending her out there alone, that's why. Will you trust me? Nearby, Rose and Finn load up the Phantom Hawk, her junky but reliable ship pieced together from parts. Rose has the hood open, tinkering with the innards. This is a Corallian hyperdrive. R2, do we have a key code for this? R2-D2 projects a hologram of key codes, finds a match. This is every hyperdrive key in the old Imperial fleet. They still use these. R2, where did you get this? R2-D2 beeps. I told you to erase the data from Bespin's central computer. You don't know where it's been. Bin looks past the droids to Ray, loading up the Falcon with Poe and Chewie. He approaches her. Yes, this is goodbye. Don't say that. I'm a long way since Jakku. So have you. They trust you. They should. Bin and Ray hug. They say nothing, but it means everything. Poe appears. BB-8 rolling alongside him. We should get out of here before... Oh, I, uh... Finn pulls Poe in strongly and hugs him. Take care of him. I will. Finn swallows his emotion and forces himself away to the Phantom Hawk where Rose sweats under the engine bay. No, hop aboard. Relax. I'll handle all of this work. Ray watches Finn board the ship. Nothing but love for her friend. Beyond the Phantom Hawk, Leia approaches. Leia... You don't have to say it. Right. Force-sensitive. I can save your son. I believe that once. Like you. There's good in him. There's good in all of us. But the boy I knew is gone. Ray, be careful. Master Luke trained me well. Some things you can't train for. Ray follows Leia's eyes to Poe, caught staring at her just as Chewbacca tosses him a wrench. I don't... what? Come on. I know how complicated this is. I can't. There are rules. Jedi rules. Written by who? Some old man? A thousand years before you were born? Leia speaks to Rey like her own daughter. My whole life, I heard one word. Balance. I never really understood what it meant. Until the first time I saw you, I heard that word again. Like it was whispered to me. Balance. Leia takes her hand, intimate. Close. You're not like my father. Or my brother. You're new. Whatever happens, remember, the Force chose you, Ray. Your story isn't written by anyone else. Boom. A massive blast shakes the mountain. Dust crumbles. Alarms blare. Massive blips on the radar screens. Resurgent class Star Destroyer detected. We're taking fire. Exterior, space, Korolev orbit. The finalizer bears down on the planet while two other First Order starships arrive from light speed, flanking it. Interior, finalizer, destroyer, bridge, day. Hux looks out at the glowing planet beyond. Decimate any ship leaving the planet. Charge the primary weapon. Boom. Alarm lights flash. Pilots run for their ships. Emergency evac. All personnel and craft to rendezvous point Crimson. Resistance guards surround Leia. Route all unarmored transports to the Eclipse. It's our only way out. Leia locks eyes with Ray as she goes. Ray, we have to go. 
Ray! Ray races up the Falcon ramp. Poe yells to Finn. Go! Get out of here! Finn and Rose hurry into the Phantom Hawk. Transports and fighters fly out of the hangar toward the waiting eclipse, hidden in a deep canyon. Interior, Millennium Falcon, cockpit, day. Ray and Poe instinctively spin into the pilot seats. Chewie doesn't like it. He roars. I know, I know. Your seat. Chewie bangs the walls. That's his damn chair. Can we talk about this later? Interior, Phantom Hawk, day. Rose reverses their ship out of the hangar. Another blast from the Star Destroyer pulses the shields. I'm afraid our shields cannot withstand a super laser of this magnitude. Tell me the odds, 3PO. I like numbers. Finn watches the Millennium Falcon rise out of the sinkhole. Good luck, Ray. Interior, Millennium Falcon, cockpit, day. Ray answers Finn as if he's next to her. You too. The Falcon rises out of the deep sinkhole to the surface where the jungle is on fire. Laser blasts pound the mountain base from above, relentless. Just inside the shield barrier, transports and fighters fly into the open docking bays of the Eclipse Destroyer, like bees into a hive, safe inside. Interior, Eclipse Destroyer, bridge, day. Leia takes her command position on the bridge, now fully manned by resistance personnel. Shields are at 8%, General. We can't wait any longer. She takes one last look at Korolev, another home taken from her. Interior, finalizer, destroyer, bridge, day, Hux's pale face glows from superfire laser. Primary weapon charge, sir. Fire! Interior, Phantom Hawk, space. Finn and Rose feel the heat of the explosion all around them as the light bends ahead and they escape into hyperspace. Interior, Eclipse Destroyer, Bridge, Day. Leia closes her eyes, feeling the loss of the men and women left behind as the Eclipse makes the jump to light speed. Exterior, Korolev, Day. The Eclipse vanishes in an instant. The finalizer's super laser finally cracks the shields. The base erupts. The entire planet explodes into hellfire. From the ring of destruction, the Millennium Falcon rockets out into space. Interior, Millennium Falcon, cockpit, space. The ship rattles. Mountainous chunks of space rock spin away from the exploded planet, creating a field of obstacles all around them. Chewbacca whines. I know! We can't make the jump with all this debris. Neither can that destroyer. Chewie, cloak our signal! Boom! The Falcon quakes. Damage alarms blare. They swerve and dodge through chunks of destroyed planet, some pieces still intact with mountains, jungle valleys, and waterfalls frozen by the cold of space. A familiar ship enters frame in blazing pursuit. The dark and jagged Knife Nine. Interior, Knife Nine, cockpit. Jadik Wren at the helm. Ott and Laurel flank him in elevated gun chairs. In the deep background, Haraska floats in an electro-oxygen chamber, tubes weaving around his body. Ott and Laurel unload waves of targeted blasts on the Falcon, exploding remnants of planet when they miss the ship. Interior, Millennium Falcon, cockpit. Boom! The Falcon is hammered with laser fire. Relentless. Who's this? Ray eyes the pursuing ship on the rearview graphic monitor. Let me fly. I've got the yoke. My yoke! My ship! Chewie roars. Both wrong. Exterior, planet debris field. Space. Knife Nine pursues the Falcon through the spinning pieces of Korolev, trying to avoid collision without losing the target. The Falcon gets close to one of the planetary fragments and buzzes the surface, dodging blasts as it flies up the face of the frosted jungle mountain in space. The horizon spins as fragments spiral above both ships, spinning out on its chaotic trajectory. Suddenly, the mountain is inverted above them with the blackness of space below. Interior, Millennium Falcon, cockpit. 
Poe fires on the jagged mountain peak, hanging above them now like a stalactite. The mountain peak blasts apart, sending projectiles spitting into the path of the pursuing craft. Knife Nine is hit by a sharp piece of rocky mountaintop, sending it wildly off course. We're clear! Punch it! Light bends ahead and they rocket into hyperspace. Interior, Knife Nine, cockpit. Alarms blare as they spin out. Jadik Ran regains control, riding the ship. The Falcon is gone. Jadik approaches the electro-oxygen chamber, eyeing Hadaska through the glass. Wires protrude from his mask into the main computer. He is in some kind of induced sleep. What do you see, brother? Jadik places his hand on the glass. Suddenly, Hadaska does the same, hand flat on the glass against Jadik's. Laurel and Ott look on, waiting for the answer. Jadik's head tilts up. He nods, removes his hand from the glass. Set a course for Bonadan. Exterior. Remnicor, night. Kylo's TIE silencer enters the atmosphere of a cold black planet veined with silver. It touches down on a ridge overlooking a wide valley of obsidian-like terrain. Frozen trees in windswept shapes. Flows of white lava. Exterior, Remnicor, fortress, night. Kylo approaches an ancient stone military battlement consumed by time Skeletons of fallen war beasts littered the terrain. Whatever battle happened here, it ended centuries ago. He passes empty suits of armor, robes draped over broken shields, flags flutter in the wind. A Sith helmet on the ground, skull visible within. A reminder that while the Jedi live on, the Sith become dust. His tracking beacon flashes a single red dot. Lifeform detected. Interior, Remnicor Fortress, Courtyard, Night. The door opens toward us, revealing Kylo, hand extended. He enters a circular chamber stacked with broken spacecraft parts, ancient military technology, and piles of silver ore. A glowing white fire crackles in a stone pit. A voice whispers as he draws closer to the flame. Reveal yourself. Kylo's lightsaber ignites, a reflex action. I seek the Sith Master, Torvalum. I am no master. The mountain of junk moves. From it, as if disguised within, comes Torvalum, 7,000 years old, an alien of unknown origin, spindly and tense, sinew and muscle pulled tight. But I was once called Torvalum. Kylo remains steadfast, dominant. You trained Darth Plagueis? That name means nothing to me. Kylo's lightsaber flashes in anger, settling inches from Torvalum's taut, leathery skin. Does your life? Torvalum regards Kylo, smiles with sharp teeth. You threaten me with death. How amusing. You are weak. Feel nothing. You feel what I allow you to feel, child. The creature extends a long finger, pointing to Kylo's mask. Reveal yourself. Kylo removes his mask. His face is veined, corrupted worse than we remember. Torvalum appears oddly entertained. You wish to obtain the power of those who came before. Take your place among the gods of Mortis. I do. To rule the galaxy without armies, without starships. Yes. Yet you fear the frailty of your vessel. You need this power. Kylo's jaw tenses. He nods, 
kneel before me. Miraculously, Kylo kneels. Call yourself a Sith. But the Sith are unrepentant, remorseless. You're haunted by the past, your very existence. I have no regrets. Until you sever yourself from the past, your fate will be the same as theirs. Torvalum motions to the battlefield in the valley below. Empty Jedi Knight armor. Vacant Sith Marauder armor beside it. Withered husks of animals and men. The living force is nourishment. The more one consumes, the stronger one becomes. To take life is to cheat death. The creature lifts his body with his arms and walks on them. Kylo eyes his strange new master. Teach me. Exterior, Bonadan, sunset. The falcon descends into a valley of cylindrical mountains, rising over water spotted with junk boats. This planet exists in permanent sunset, lit by its bustling night markets. The falcon lands on a multi-level docking array. It feels like a tower of lily pads, a visiting ship on each. Exterior, Bonadan, docking array, sunset. Poe argues with two stumpy langlols, Oak and Sako, at the base of the Millennium Falcon's ramp. I know it's a Corellian light freighter, but you're going to say it's a Prador cruiser in the registry. That's why I winked at you when I gave you the money. Do you understand what's going on here? Oak and Sako chatter in their alien language, voices rising. Okay, which one of you is in charge? Because you're both the size of children where I come from. Ray exits the Falcon. Poe stops her. Whoa, whoa, you can't go out like that. You look like a... Jedi. What's that supposed to mean? Just tone it down a little. Chewie, will you straighten these guys out? <laughs> Chewbacca takes over negotiations with the Langlols. The landing pads rotate and descend, lowering the Falcon's platform to water level. An elegant and fluid system. Poe leads Ray toward a toothless merchant selling jewelry and sari-like robes. How much for this one? Ray takes out her credits. The merchant shakes her head closes Ray's hands around the money. Thank you. Chewbacca has one of the Langlols lifted off the ground, <laughs> using him as a bargaining chip against the other. Ah, uh, Chewie, negotiate! Persuade! Quietly! <laughs> Chewie shakes his head and whines. I am. Exterior. Bonadan Night Market. Sunset. Ray and Poe step off a junk boat ferry into the sensory overload of lights, smells, and tastes. Aliens and humans haggle over prices of artisan crafts and live animals. Packs of teenagers eat bizarre street foods from market stalls. Kids laugh at buskers and street performers. A freak show hawker beckons them to a curtain booth. Come witness the froth and eye of loyal Karn. They walk among the oddities and wonders, undercover. Ray's colorful sari gives her an exotic elegance we've never seen. She uncomfortably adjusts her incognito-hooded pullover. I like it. You look like a local. You've been here before. With my grandfather. I used to sail right out there. You've never seen so many lights. He eyes her. What do you remember? Ray digs for a memory before her abandonment. My father and I would build starships out of wood. It could fit in your hand. Anything else? I remember love. That's why I waited so long. But I must have imagined it. 
They were no one. Poe looks at her in the setting sunlight, wishing he could change the past for her, but unable. No one is no one. Ray takes that in. Then, she spots a trio of mech troopers scanning the crowd ahead. Poe follows her eyes, puts his hand on his blaster. No. She pulls Poe into a market stall, eyeing them through a hanging cloth. An old female Utai peddler barks at them to taste the spicy clawfish soup she's selling. Kassan! Neep! Neep! Nope, not hungry. She holds out the steaming ladle to Poe, encouraging. Dippy Kassan? One of the mech troopers looks in their direction. Okay, here, just shh. Poe drinks from the soup ladle. Mmm. See, mmm. His face turns red. He coughs from the intense heat. The Utai peddler and her friends laugh. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's good. It's good. He coughs harder, getting worse. The mech trooper moves in their direction, hearing the violent coughing. Ray grabs Poe by the shirt and pulls him into a kiss, hiding his face behind her headscarf. The mech trooper sees the two lovers from afar while the Utai women applaud in the background. He moves on. Ray and Poe pull apart. He takes a moment to recover. He's never kissed a Jedi. Did it work? I mean, I think so. Ray looks past him at the mech troopers walking away. Oh, so that wasn't... No. They eye each other, wishing the Force could stop time. <clears throat> we should... Right. Yeah. Exterior. Coruscant. Night. Rose's phantom hawk descends through the skyscraper canyons. The city plunges underground below them, dense and alive, like the roots of a tree. Interior, phantom hawk, night. Ben and Rose observe through the cockpit panel. So many people living underground. Rich folks don't spend much time thinking about what they're standing on. Ben eyes the darkened Jedi temple in the distance. That's it. Drop our two and three pew at street level. I'm afraid all my knowledge of Coruscant is limited to the upper levels. Elitist? Where do you even learn these words? Interior, Bonadan, Navigator's Den. A circular room draped with colorful silks. Devoted followers sit around the edges, smoking all manner of pipes and vaporizer devices. An electroharpist plays ethereal music. Nomi, a tiny alien child who appears no older than five, sits on a pillow at the center of a floor made of marbles. She consults quietly with an alien couple on the brink of divorce. They cry, touching foreheads. Ray and Poe enter through hanging beads. Easy on the details. She doesn't have to know who or why, just what. Nomi senses Ray and smiles past the couple in front of her. A Jedi. The last. All eyes turn to Poe and Ray. Or this, we could do it this way. Nomi nods to the couple before her, touching their chests. Go. Come, sit. The Jedi and the man. Conspiratorial asides in the gallery. Ray and Poe walk barefoot over marbles fitted onto the stone floor. You seek a place. A planet. Mortis is the place. Yes, I saw it in a... The mouth of the Jedi stops. And the mind makes the picture. The force fills the Jedi and reveals the destination. Poe nods encouragingly. Ray closes her eyes and breathes. The tiny marbles in the floor rise into the air, taking the three-dimensional shape 
of the galaxy all around them. The destination is very old. The first to know the force. The first where the good was done. And the evil, too. Ray opens her eyes, surrounded by floating marbles. Which one? The destination lies within. Look, we're in a hurry. The man will not speak. The marbles swirl above Ray, a galaxy around her. The eyes close. Only the Jedi knows the path. Nomi's voice grows distant as Ray falls deep into meditation. Flash 2. Mortis. Snow on the peak. Autumn leaves in the valley below. There the two will meet, drawn together by the Force. The temple. Two thrones in the rock. A well of light, pulsing from deep within the mountains below. The dark side and the light. A cloaked figure. Standing before Ray, his mask unmistakable. There she will make her sacrifice. The flash of a red lightsaber, jarring, violent, as Kylo Ren strikes Ray down. Ray snaps out of her vision. Wait, what? A flat black oval stone at the center of the marble array falls from orbit into Nomi's palm. What do you mean, sacrifice? She hands it to a rabbit sized Astro Scrivener, Jeb. Seated at a tiny easel, he paints a star map of this chosen location. The Jedi must go alone. No, hold on a second. The Astro Scrivener Jeb tears the drawn planetary map off his easel, limps over to Ray, and hands it to her. Thank you. We're not leaving. What did she see? What did you see? The Jedi will make the journey. The journey will answer the question. What question? Can we all just take a deep breath and talk about this? Ray stops at the door and turns to Nomi. Is there another path? Nomi looks at Ray with wide, unreadable eyes. There is always another path. Exterior. Coruscant. Night. The Phantom Hawk rises from the streets, leaving R2 and C-3PO behind. The ship ascends on the darkened roof of a skyscraper in skeletal stage, lights off. Interior. Abandoned skyscraper. Night. An unfinished floor, beams and girders only. Rose and Finn open a case, hold out their grappling cannon. Thunk, thunk. Rose bolts the gun into the concrete floor. Finn attaches a sniper scope to the muzzle of the cannon, aims at the top of the Jedi Temple Spire, a quarter mile away. Ready? The grappling cannon fires. Sticks. They harness in. You don't have a fear of heights, do you? It's not the height I'm afraid of, but hitting ground. So you'll be fine if we don't fall. They unlatch and zipline a thousand feet above the city. Interior, Jedi Temple Spire, night. Finn and Rose crash through the shattered window and unbuckle. The chamber is barely recognizable, long forgotten. Finn speaks into his comp. R2, you have that message ready? Exterior, Jedi Temple, courtyard, night. R2-D2 beeps, leading C-3PO through the decrepit courtyard at the base of the temple. A sad reminder of a better time. This doesn't look like the Jedi Temple to me. They move past oil drum fires and covetous looks from the city dwellers, the poorest of the poor. What do you mean I stand out? Gold is not ostentatious. Leave the vocabulary to me, you glorified mechanic. A vagabond alien steps in front of 3PO. Several others appear from behind, 
rubbing their hands across his wares. Excuse me. Oh, my. A strobe light blinds them. Get away from that droid. The dwellers scatter. The strobe shuts off, revealing the light. An audio recording came from R2-D2. Thank goodness. Don't ever leave me again. R2-D2 leads them through a crumbled wall inside the temple, revealing the grand entrance hall. Gothic arched ceilings over a massive kyber crystal mounted like a holy sculpture. Interior, Jedi temple spire, night. Rose and Finn run their fingers along the smooth walls. Rose finds a pyramid-shaped socket. Found one. Finn finds another, identical panel across the room. He unwraps a pair of crystals. He throws one in Rose's direction. No! She catches it. 5,000-year-old kyber crystal. Very rare. You hand it to me. Sorry. They insert their crystals into the sockets. Ready? Three, two... Click. The spire rumbles. The floor opens. A huge copper machine rises up. Old Republic tech around a central conducting chamber. Power flows through it, humming, grand. Then, it shorts out. Sparks fall. The machine goes dark. Can it be easy just one time? Exterior, Remnicor, night. A three-tusked gronk boar squeals, struggling to run in place. The animal's eyes roll back as the living force is drained into Kylo's open hand, reducing it to a husk. Kylo opens his eyes. His face has more life. His eyes are brighter. Scars are receded. He's empowered, grateful. Torvalum smiles like a parent who just taught his child to ride a bicycle. More. There is no more. You have consumed all that remains. A wind cuts from an ice cave beyond. A faint glow within. What's down there? Virgins. I can feel it. There is more within. Go. Kylo puts on his mask and enters. Interior. Virgins cave. Night. The light from Kylo's red saber refracts in the vast walls. The cave is empty, but not silent. There is a sound from the darkness. Breathing. From the shadows comes the hulking presence of Darth Vader. Kylo stands his ground, lightsaber up, unsure what is happening. Vader ignites his own weapon, swings. Kylo blocks. Vader strikes again, forcing the descendant of Skywalker to defend himself. It's a brutal fight, intense lightsaber combat between two iconic villains. But Kylo is no match. Vader strikes him down. He screams in pain, falls to the ground. Kylo struggles to remove his mask. He's breathless. He looks down at his chest wound. It no longer exists. He is alone. Exterior, Remnicor, night. Kylo staggers from the cave, angry, disoriented. Where is Mortis? The well of the living force. The source of the galaxy's birth. I want to be stronger than those who came before. Where is it? Kylo's eyes are alive, hungry. You are not worthy of its power. Not yet. Kylo reaches out his arm and force holds Torvalum, delving deep into his mind. Where is Mortis? Torvalum's smile goes away. 
He grits his teeth, pained as Kylo probes and extracts. Release me. I see it. Betrayer. I gave you knowledge. A mountain in winter. No. Fall. I gave you everything. I know. You've given me so much. The light of the living force drains from Torvalum into Kylo's open hand. Thank you. The ancient being falls dead, reduced to a withered shell. Exterior, Bonadan. Outside, Navigator's Hut. Night. Ray collapses, a powerful disturbance coursing through her. What is it? It's growing stronger. Poe looks around the market, as if Kylo is nearby. We don't have much time. Interior, Jedi Temple Spire. Night. Sparks fly as Rose welds the broken conductor into place. Will this whole thing work with modern droids? You're asking me about the mechanics of a force-powered antenna. Out of your realm of expertise? It's out of anyone's realm of expertise. She closes the panel, flips a rusted lever. Silence. So was there like an on button or... Thumb. A light ignites within the machine. Listen, if this goes sideways, I just want to say... Say what? A column of light shoots down the hollow spire. Interior, temple spire base, night. C-3PO lurches as the ground vibrates. The column of light from the spire above connects with the kyber crystal below. It glows. R2-D2 wheels next to the column of light and projects a hologram message directly into the data stream. Exterior, Coruscant, night. The light beam shoots up into the sky, visible for miles. The poor and the downtrodden look upon the beacon, faces warmed by its light. Among them, Dade smiles, hopeful. Exterior, deep space. The light leaves Coruscant and connects to a nearby planet. Exterior, Agora 6, day. Hills rise above a dense layer of palm jungle. Atop one, a thousand-year-old receiver from the Old Republic. The light hits the receiver, disappearing within. Interior, Agora 6 receiver, day. An old copper machine consumes the light. The gears spin and whirl. Monitors come to life with arabesque code. An ancient Bendu monk rises to his feet, looks to the sky. He's been waiting for this for a long time. Lights blink and flash as the elegant machine decodes the data stream back into an image. It's Leia, elegant in her white robes. Exterior, Agora 6 Settlement, Day. Peasants in a breadline look up to the light, hitting the receiver in the distance. Suddenly, a nearby R4 unit droid beeps wildly and projects the hologram of Leia. This is General Leia Organa of the Resistance. The receiver sends another beam of light from its core, angled on a different trajectory into the sky. Exterior, deep space. The beacon of light leaves the Agora system and connects to Wavit, a light blue planet further into space. Exterior, Wavit, shipyard, day. Workers look up as the light hits the receiver perched on a cliff overlooking the ocean. Suddenly, every droid in the yard simultaneously projects the hologram message from Leia. The time has come to forge a path to freedom. Interior, Mon Kala, fish bar, day. Mon Calamari paused to listen to the hologram emanating from several droid servers inside the floating eatery. 
The forces of oppression have ruled our galaxy for too long. Exterior, Gria, day. A village of floating straw huts on water. The light hits a man-made stone tower on the horizon. We must join together and fight. Send your fastest ships. Exterior, Bothwee City, day. Muscular canine Bothans look up. All your warriors. Interior, Trandoja Palace, night. Bosk, sitting like a sultan in his den of pleasures, turns angrily toward the hologram projected from his servant droid. Our voices will not be silenced. Bosk looks out his window at the light connecting to a red rock spire in the distance. He clenches his fist. Exterior, Tatooine, moisture farm, day. Setting suns against a boy and his sister at the base of a vaporator tower, watching their R6 unit play the hologram. We can no longer live in the shadow of the First Order. Exterior, Bonadan Market, Sunset. Ray and Poe step through a dense, captivated crowd as droids project the end of the message. We must step into the light. Interior, Eclipse Destroyer Bridge. Leia stands on the bridge, watching the light connecting planets. A familiar group of Resistance fighters join her, their eyes wide and hopeful. Exterior, Remnicor Tundra, Night. As he approaches his ship, Kylo Ren feels the light in the sky. It's visible in the stars above. He moves to a rocky overlook, closes his eyes, concentrates, holds out his hand. The rocks around him vibrate, deep. The light in the sky halts, stopped by an immovable force. Exterior, space. The light is frozen in place like a suspended laser blast thrumming through as the pressure builds. Interior, Jedi Temple Spire, night. The beam grows in intensity. The receiver quakes. Something's wrong. Go. Go! Rose and Finn dive away as the ancient device explodes. Interior, Eclipse Destroyer, bridge. The light goes dark. The fire of revolution extinguished. Leia is overcome with an ominous feeling of loss. Exterior, Bonadan Night Market, Sunset. The holograms disappear. Ray's hope turns to alarm. We have to get back to the ship. What is it? Ray is already moving, pushing through the crowd. Interior, Temple Spire, Night. Rose and Finn climb from the rubble, coughing on dust. <coughs> you okay? They are suddenly surrounded by a trio of TIE fighters. Laser cannons aimed through the open, arched windows. Come on! Finn clips on the zip wire. Rose grabs on. They zip away from the tower as the temple spire explodes behind them. In the courtyard below, R2-D2 and C-3PO hurry out of the collapsing temple, swallowed by a cloud of dust. Exterior, above Coruscant, night. Finn and Rose escape the fireball, but the TIE fighters turn and pursue them, blasting away. Rose draws her weapon and shoots at the enemy ships in mid-air. She shatters the front windshield of one, hitting the pilot. It spins out of control and crashes. Rose is grazed by a laser blast. She screams in pain. The zipline snaps as the temple spire crumbles. Rose falls into darkness. Rose! Finn swings into the open floor of the unfinished skyscraper, struggles to unhook himself. The TIE fighters hover around the skeletal structure on either side and fire into it. Finn runs for his life as the blast ricochet off steel girders all around him. He slides into a stairwell under heavy fire. 
Exterior, Bonadan Night Market, Sunset. Ray crumbles, emotional, feeling Finn's pain. Finn. She looks up at Poe, the crushing feeling of loss growing heavier, but Poe is looking at something behind her. Hadaska ran through the separating crowd. Ott and Laurel ran on either side, menacing amidst the carnival lights and box lanterns. I have a bad feeling about this. Ray rises, backing away from the oncoming Knights of Ren. Okay, I'm with you. We gotta get to the ship. She reaches for her lightsaber. No, not here. Ray eyes the children and peasants in the market. Poe's right. They can't take any more casualties. Ray clenches her fist and force pushes everything around her. A powerful concussion blast that knocks everything away, including Poe. He flies off the edge of the market wall and plunges into the water below. Ray jumps onto the dock and unhooks a razor sail, powered by a Dyson-like air cannon. Get on! Poe swims to the boat's ladder. Can you sail? Ray launches the force, fills the sail with a gust of wind that launches them into the bay. Exterior, Bonadan Bay, sunset. Poe and Ray speed across the bay toward the landing array. This boat is very fast. Something fires from above, exploding the water all around. Ray looks up. Knife Nine speeds over the water toward them. Get to the bow cannon. I'll drive. Poe takes the helm while Ray activates the laser harpoon mounted on the front. She blasts away at Knife Nine while Poe steers them toward the Falcon stalking array. Interior, Knife Nine. Hadaska ran pilots with cold precision. Jadik, Ott, and Laurel sit in surrounding cockpit chairs. Exterior, Bonadan Bay, Sunset. The razor sail now takes fire from all sides. Ray thinks fast, turns the harpoon and shoots the sail cord. She reaches out to Poe. Hold on! Poe joins her and holds on tight. The disconnecting sail lifts them up like parasailers onto the first revolving landing pad of the docking array. The razor sail hits the shore and explodes. Knife 9 banks away from the explosion, but turns right around they're not done yet. Exterior, landing platform, sunset. Chewbacca is waiting by the ship. Chewie, we drew some attention. <laughs> An adjacent landing pad lowers into view. Knife nine rests on it. The four Knights of Ren stand ominously out front, their platform rising even with the Falcons. Ray activates her lightsaber. Stand back. Ray leaps into the air onto their landing pad and takes them on, spinning and striking fast, outmatched but relentless. Poe and Chewbacca unload their blasters at Jadik, who deflects with skill while firing a pistol with one free hand. Ray fights Hadaska, lightsaber versus darksaber. Then Force pushes him off the edge of the landing array. He falls 50 feet to the next pad below. Ott and Laurel stay on her, moving in coordination an unseen hive communication keeping their deadly attacks in sync. Poe and Chewie can't get a shot in on Jadik. His blaster fires fast. It's fully automatic. Poe is grazed. He screams in pain. Ray hears Poe's scream. It brings rage. She kicks Laurel away, buying a moment of one-on-one time with Ott. She slices through him, dropping him cold. Then she spins on Laurel, reaches out, and Force pulls him into her lightsaber, impaling him. A ghostly screech as Hadaska returns, swinging wildly. Ray disconnects her double saber and blocks his strike. One saber blade still impaled in Laurel's chest. 
the other clenched with Hadaska. Chewbacca peppers Jadik Ren with bowcaster fire. Jadik struggles to deflect the shots while Chewbacca advances on him. He reaches Jadik, grabbing him by the neck and hurls him off the landing pad. <laughs> then he lifts his bowcaster and fires, hitting Jadik in midair like a clay pigeon. Hadaska strikes at Rey, brutal swings, his darksaber sparking when it hits the concrete. He grazes her. She drops her lightsaber and falls back, unarmed. Hadaska stands over her, raises his darksaber for the kill, and when he does, Rey gets a good look at his mask. Flashback 2. Dark figures in the rain. Voices screaming. Lightning flashes, revealing Hadaska Ren. Back on. Exterior, Bonadan, docking array, sunset. This vision stirs a deep but vengeful anger in Rey. It's an anger she can't yet explain, but she knows to be true. Hadaska brings his saber down, but she extends her good hand, teeth clenched, eyes burning. Purple force lightning flows from her fingertips. Hadaska Ren's skull flashes within his helmet as the electricity destroys him. His body falls, smoking. Ray rises. Poe and Chewbacca are watching her, disturbed. I, I had no choice. It's okay. Jedi do that, right? I've seen that mask before. All of them. Poe and Chewie head for the Falcon, but Ray does not follow. Ray, let's go. No. You can't go where I'm going. What are you talking about? This was the plan. The Resistance needs you. Finn and Rose need you. Ray, get on the ship, please. You have to leave this place. I'm not leaving you. Ray knows what she has to do. She hates it. You will leave this place and go back to help the Resistance. I'm not... Don't, don't do this. She approaches Poe, delicately brushes her fingertips over his bleeding forehead. You will leave this place and go back to help the Resistance. No. You can't. Poe feels his mind slipping away from him. Leave this place and go back to help the Resistance. Ray takes Poe's face in her hands and kisses him. When she pulls away, Poe looks distraught, saddened. I have to leave this place. I have to help the Resistance. Poe turns and walks up the ramp. Chewbacca follows. BB-8 looks up at Ray, ever faithful. She's purposefully cold. Go. BB-8 beeps mournfully and follows them on board. Ray watches as the Falcon's ramp rises, obscuring Poe and Chewbacca from her sight. Strangely, as it closes, Poe holds up a hand goodbye, his sentience breaking through the mind trick. The Falcon rises into the sky, Ray's sari robes whipping in the wind. Interior, Knife 9, Sunset. Ray enters the cockpit. She places Nomi's hand-drawn map on the console and rests her lightsaber on top of it. Her left hand is cut and bleeding. She wraps it with the sash from her sari. Then, she removes her civilian robes to reveal the black warrior's clothing beneath. She catches her reflection in the mirror. A Jedi. Interior, TIE Silencer, Night. Kylo Ren leaves Remnicor's orbit, 
his mask off. A holocom transmission from Hux appears on his dash. Supreme Leader, the Resistance attempted to override the communications blockade. Do you really not know who stopped them? Hux's face betrays him. He truly didn't know. Such treachery cannot stand. We must respond swiftly. Our empire is strong. Show them. Your absence emboldens them. If you've acquired the power you seek, show it. Snoke was right about you, Hux. Without faith, you serve only yourself. Kylo shuts the holocom off, sets new coordinates manually. He blasts into light speed. Interior, Eclipse Destroyer, Bridge, Space. Leia looks out at the blue swirl of hyperspace. General, General, we're approaching the rendezvous point. Leia makes a decision. Prepare an Imperial shuttle. I'll need a valid code clearance. But we're light years from... Off Leia's look. Yes, General. Connix exits, leaving Leia alone. She removes the General's bars from her robes, pulls a hood over her head. He's in pain. Leia responds to Luke as if she speaks to him often. I feel it too. Luke's force ghost steps forward at her side. He'll soon be more powerful than her father. So will she. She feels too much. Love. Anger. Don't we all? This is why the Jedi live in isolation. The pain of loss only leads to the dark side. I've lost everything and everyone. But I'd still choose to love. Leia regards her brother, missing him. Trust her instincts. She may not follow the path of the Jedi, but she's our only hope. Exterior, Coruscant, underground, night. Finn sneaks out of the skyscraper, bleeding, disoriented. Voices echo, flashlights searching for him, his bearings lost. Down the alley, stormtroopers on ATLTs, single rider walkers scan the dark with floodlights. A small light up ahead. He ducks into shadow. A stormtrooper, RK-514, approaches, scanning the tunnel with his blaster-mounted flashlight. Finn appears behind him, shoves a handheld device in the back of his neck, and stuns him. The stormtrooper collapses. Finn confiscates his weapon and holds him at blaster point. Look at me. The stormtrooper moans, half-conscious. Take off your helmet. The trooper follows the order. His eyes are scared. Disillusioned. Vulnerable. What do you remember? How far back? Huh? Do you remember when you were taken? Remember your parents? I... I don't know. Yeah, you... You remember everything. Conditioning camp. Blind fires. It it was... Training. That's what they tell you. Finn's face finds the light. RK-514 recognizes him. You're him. The traitor. That's right. We're brothers. All of us. Finn tosses the stormtrooper's helmet out of reach. Give me your comlink. RK-514 hands him his first order comm. Not what they said it would be, is it? The things we're ordered to do? Not right. RK-514 takes that in. Torn. Breaking. You had a name one. You remember it? He shakes his head no. Get a name. That's the first step. Finn shoulders RK-514's blaster and kicks open a sewer grate. Then what? Find something worth fighting. Finn drops into the dark sewer, leaving RK-514 changed.
Interior, First Order Capital, Inquisition Chamber, Day. Chancellor Huck stands over a prisoner strapped to a vertical torture rack. It's Rose. Are you comfortable? Yeah, I have one of these at home. You changed the stolen destroyer's signature codes, so we couldn't trace it. Give me the new codes. You know, they told me to pick something easy to remember, like Life Day, but... Hmm. You think this is funny? Hmm. Very well. Hawks holds out his hand, shuts his eyes, concentrating deeply. Are you... Are, are you trying to use the force on me? Be quiet. Oh, no, see, you're not special. I mean, at all. Shut up. He calms his fury, restraining himself. We have other ways to extract information. Hawks opens a blast door to reveal an electric torture device. New tech built to work quickly. Rose braces for a more painful kind of defiance. Cut to exterior, Olaforn, dawn. Leia's shuttle descends among plumes of earth-hued steam shooting up like skyscrapers from surface cracks. Aliens soak in sulfur baths, sweating from the steam. Interior, Olaforn, village, street, day. A trio of drunken First Order officers stumble down a side street on leave. Two hold up the Blitz third, singing. Sing it how my mother sang it. A white-robed figure walks past them. We glimpse Leia's face as she maneuvers through the enemy's midst. She eyes an unmarked door lit by a single lamp. When the coast is clear, she heads in. Interior, Olaforn, Cabaret Club, day. Classy, smoke-filled, lampshades on every table. No customers left, only alien servers cleaning up and cashing out. A slovenly band manager divides up credits between a pair of quad-arm Zitos at two pianos on stage. The servers leave their night's take to be counted by the owner, Lando Calrissian, 70, smooth as ever. Leia's shadow falls over the pile of credits. A man in his element. Lando looks up, smiles big. Leia. Lando is quickly on his feet, bringing her hand to his lips. All right, all right. The band manager eyes them from the stage. You shouldn't be seen here. For your sake or mine? Both. Interior, Olaforn Cabaret Club, private lounge, day. Lando pours a warm cup of tea. The clientele are mostly first order, but what can I do? The grip of this empire is tighter than the last. Smuggling's a matter of life and death. I need your help. Leia. We need ships. Pilots. You know every smuggler in the galaxy. Look, I promised Han I'd take care of you if something happened. Oh, you take care of me. I know. You deserve better. But helping your new friends crash into the First Order's machine is not what he would have wanted. Lando, the galaxy needs you. Lando eyes something of concern on the cabaret floor. A trio of stormtroopers talking to the skeezy band manager. They look up in Lando's direction. He takes Leia's hand and heads for a private elevator. Remind me never to make promises. Interior, Olaforn, docking bay, space. Lando brings Leia to her shuttle, ready for departure. You need to go. I can't protect you here. Come with me. Fight with us. We won a war already. What good did that do? We proved it could be done. Leia, I'd do anything for you. Lando puts a loving hand on Leia's cheek, leans forward and kisses her tenderly on the forehead. I'm sorry. In the shuttle, Leia watches Lando grow small as the shuttle flies away, his cape dusting behind him. Ray, help us. Exterior, deep space, day. 
Ray drops out of light speed to find herself in a swirling cloud, half red, half blue, an ominous and violent atmosphere surrounding a black circle, the galactic void. Suddenly, the navigational equipment blinks out. The ship rattles. Alarms sound. Ray braces herself, recalculates for light speed, and makes the jump into the void. The stars streak into infinite straight lines ahead, then twist and bend as she passes through the black hole. Ray's face becomes like an echo of itself in 15 places at once, like the mirror cave on Octo. Nearly subliminal flashbacks. Finn taking her hand on Jakku. Han Solo handing her a blaster on Takodana. Kylo reaching into her mind on Starkiller Base. Leia smiling fondly on her return to Dakar. Luke taking the lightsaber on Octo. Snoke snarling at her in the moments before his death. Poe yelling out her name on Bonadan. Harasco Ren's force electrified mask. And then it stops. Ray opens her eyes. There is a planet ahead, no stars visible around it, only deep black. Heavy clouds swirl over one third. Another third is a rich green, another orange and red. Suddenly the power drops out. Lights on the dashboard go dark. The ship goes into a freefall. Exterior, mortise, western woods, day. Knife nine skims over treetops and crash lands into a riverbed. Tiny fish leap out of the water and run away. Ray pries herself out of the wreckage and sloshes to the land. She looks back at the smoking ship. No turning back. She hikes into the leafy forest, summer turning to fall at an accelerated pace around her. The trees clear to a steep ledge, a towering mountain ahead, a temple barely visible on the summit. The valley below is alive with autismal, oranges, yellows, and red. She journeys on. Exterior, mortise, eastern plateau, day. Kylo's silencer lands in a clearing of dead trees. No leaves on the branches, covered in snow. He looks up at the mountain ahead. Visibility is low. A natural stone bridge over a deep precipice, tall granite on either side, vaguely shaped into primitive faces. It feels like a gate. A whisper on the wind swirls around him, fluttering his cape in the air. The force is strong here. He journeys on. Exterior, Coruscant, Imperial Boulevard, dawn. Empty, silent. R2-D2 and C-3PO emerge from an abandoned building. Two small figures swallowed in a desolate urban landscape. R2-D2 beeps. I agree, R2. We may not survive this time. A shadow falls over them both. A battalion of First Order transports descend through the morning mist. They touch down, releasing an army of brute troopers. Thick, muscular, mercenary enforcers. Chrome armor and masks reminiscent of Phasma. These guys make the stormtroopers look like the neighborhood watch. Interior, tenement block, dawn. The brute troopers bark orders, flashing lights and weapons as families are forced from their home. A horrified Shadow fan begs for mercy. A brute trooper shoves his rifle into the alien's stomach, doubling him over. A trio of infants wail from their perch on the ceiling. A few stormtroopers look at one another, disturbed by the violence. Next level vicious. 
The brute troopers pushed frightened citizens into prison crafts. Children are separated from their parents, herded into transports en route to the conditioning camps. They scream, reaching through steel bars as the crafts rise. R2-D2 and 3PO watch in horror as it plays out around them. I can't watch. How horrible. R2-D2 beeps melancholy. We'll never find Master Finn now. Interior. Sewer underground. Day. Sludge water spurts out of multiple chutes into a gelatinous sewer cake of repulsive, mysterious contents. Finn jets out of a chute and splashes down, sputtering. A pack of sewer womp rats feed on the refuse encased in the gelatinous mass. One approaches and sniffs, hideous whiskers brushing his face. Finn tries to dislodge his arms from the gel. Get away! It takes a lick of his face before he can pull an arm out and swat it away. The rats scatter, and he sees why they scattered. The colossal Gryok, a white eyeless larva the width of the tunnel it's emerging from. It feeds on the sewage, its gaping mouth slowly sucking the gelatinous mass into its body. Oh, no, 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 no! Finn dislodges himself enough to get stuck again. The Gryok closes in, slow as the sludge he's stuck in. This is the worst of bad nightmares. The Gryok's jaws open, dripping saliva teeth like knives, just as Finn is about to get eaten by this thing. A hatch above him opens, pouring light. It's Dade. Give me your hand! Finn grabs the kid's hand and pulls himself up into the hatch, just as the Gryok chomps down. Interior, sewer tunnel, day. Finn collapses, shaking, traumatized for life. That was... so many disgusting things. All at once. I've seen worse. Dade. Just one name? What's wrong with that, Finn? You know me? We've been tracking you since you landed. We? Distant screeching sound. What was that? You don't want to find out. Come on. Dade shows Finn his resistance ring. Trust me. Exterior. Underground tunnel. Day. Finn follows Dade down a light tunnel, boots splashing in the shallow water. Lights up ahead. First Order purged a ten-mile radius around the capital after the galaxy went dark. Took most able bodies to conditioning camps. Did anyone escape? Just us. Dade opens a rusty door to reveal. Interior, abandoned underground prison, day. Hundreds of compartment-like dwelling units connected by catwalks to a central control tower. Living here, a thousand escaped citizens aged 12 to 60. Finn is stunned. How many people are down here? 10,000, maybe more. You have weapons? Whole city's got weapons. That's what they're afraid of. Million of us rise up, the first order's finished. Finn lets that idea burrow deep. You're right. He's caught up, fervent, brave. This revolution starts here, right now. Sure, all we need is ships, weapons, an army. Finn looks out at the massive underground cavern of humanity, a thousand faces waiting for a leader. We have one. Finn eyes the old prison command tower in the center. Interior, prison command tower, day. Finn kicks open the door and fires up the comm system. He looks out at the downtrodden faces. My name is Finn, and I bring a message from the Resistance. An older woman exits her cell, tired and worn, kept down by this war since the Rebel Alliance days. The First Order rules by fear. They build ships to intimidate us, wear masks to frighten us, but they're the ones who should be scared. The older woman takes her wooden spoon and wraps it rhythmically against the bars of the old prison. This is not the time to hide underground. 
If we take the capital, the galaxy will join us. An alien joins, then another. Together, we can strike back. Together, we can resist. Hundreds, then thousands of people clanking their possessions. Together, in unison, Finn stands tall. From traitor to deserter to revolutionary leader, his journey has led to this. Exterior, Mortis, Western Cliffs, Day. Ray scales an icy peak, blasted by wind and sleet. She reaches a plateau and finds her footing. There are statues of robed ancients here, not Jedi. A storm of snow dust obscures her vision. Voices echo. Suddenly, she's back in the bright, warm sands of the Jakku Desert. Wind sweeps over the dunes. A child's voice screams out. Through the storm of sand, a little girl is dragged away from her mother and father. It's young Ray at the moment her parents abandoned her. The little girl screams, reaching out her hand. Come back! Wait! Ray steps toward them feet dragging in the sand. Wait. The mother breaks from the father's grasp and runs toward young Ray, but the father holds her back. No, we can't. It's too dangerous. The mother relents, calls to her daughter, heartbroken. Stay here. Wait for us. We'll come back. Understand? I promise we'll come back. Young Ray screams. Ray's watery eyes match her younger self as the ship rises casting a shadow over them both. The sandstorm kicks up, obscuring them. It turns from yellow sand to snow. Ray catches her breath, devastated. They were afraid. Why were they afraid? No response, only wind. Luke, tell me, why were they afraid? He doesn't answer. She grows furious, screams. Her lightsaber flashes as she cuts an ancient statue in half. It falls, cracks in half. She looks up at the temple above, anger burning in her eyes. Exterior, Mortis. Eastern forest, day. Kylo hikes through the winter. Glimpses of the temple break through the canopy above. Suddenly, the wind dies. There's something ahead. A house in the woods, smoke from the chimney. His younger self, Ben Solo, approaches the house. He wears all black robes, a hood. This is clearly some kind of force-induced vision, a sign of this planet's strength. Kylo watches from the shadows as Ben nears the house. When he puts his hand on the iron door handle, it opens. Han Solo stands in the doorway. He looks at his son with sadness and with fear. What are you doing, Ben? That's not my name anymore. Your mother can't see you here. Not like that. Ben pulls his hood down. He's maybe 17. I'm not coming back. There's a greater destiny for me. They're lies, son. Empty promises. You have everything you need right here. What? You? Her? My master says I have unequal power. Neither of you understand. Your mother understands more than anyone. She sent me away. To learn, to grow. I have grown. Kylo watches Han approach his son, strikingly similar to their confrontation on the catwalk on Starkiller Base. Your mother loves you. She's afraid of me. 
Han eyes the lightsaber in Kylo's hand. Give me that lightsaber, son. Han reaches for the lightsaber. You know I can't. On the Starkiller base catwalk, Kylo is back in the moments just before he killed his father. He watches as he plunges the blade through Han Solo. His father's eyes full of love even as the life drains from him. In the Mortis Eastern Forests, Kylo, disturbed and shaken, alone again in the snow. Determined, he takes his first steps up the mountain. Exterior, Coruscant streets, dawn. Empty, silent. R2-D2 and C-3PO emerge from a side street. Two small figures swallowed by the desolate urban landscape. R2-D2 beeps. I agree. This isn't the Coruscant I remember. A shadow falls over the boat. A towering ATMT walker rounds onto the boulevard. They watch it pass, dwarfed by it. It stops, a smoking, charred First Order tank in its path. C-3PO and R2-D2 look on, curious. Interior, ATMT walker cockpit, day. The ATMT pilots look down at the burning tank. Any life forms? Nope. Interior, abandoned building, simultaneous. Finn and a hundred people's resistance fighters hunker down inside this empty building. The ATMT's head is positioned just below them outside. Now. Floor mounted grappling guns fire hooks that stick into the opposite building, creating several zip lines over the ATMT. Finn clips on a carabiner. Exterior, Coruscant streets, day. 20 resistance fighters swing onto the ATMTs like pirates boarding a ship. Finn drops onto the top of the ATMT's body. Dozens more land beside him. They run along its back to the head. A resistance fighter cuts through the hatch with a vibra saw. Finn tosses a shock detonator inside. Clear? An electric flash within. The pilots slump over the controls. Finn drops in, pushing the pilots aside, taking the helm. A familiar alien, Six Eyes, takes the pilot seat. Load up! The side panels of the walker slide open, allowing the resistance fighters to rappel into the cavity. More armed citizens pour out of the alleys to escort the steel beast as it walks down the boulevard, knocking aside the flip tank as it passes. A pair of Thai choppers zip around the corner and square off against the ATMT. The walker blasts them out of the sky. Interior, Capitol, Inquisition Chamber, Hallway, Night, Hux paces. In the next room, Rose screams in pain between electric jabs and shocks. Chancellor, there's been an insurrection. Word has spread to other districts. Decimate them. Sir, the leader is a former FN unit. He was aided by a regiment of our own. Hux twitches. Impossible. We're dispatching additional units to address the revolt. No, no. Recall the FN units from active duty. Sir? If there is a flaw in the programming, we must correct it. Deploy more brute troopers. Those mercenaries are undisciplined and expensive. Perhaps money is all that inspires loyalty anymore. Do it! Interior. Capital. Interrogation chamber. Day. Rose's eyes are sunken. Clothes ripped. Blood peeking through the torn fabric. She hears commotion. The barking of orders. Two officers enter in a hurry. Transfer to cell block six. They want her in maximum security. 
One officer releases her from the rack. She slumps forward, dead weight. They drag her toward the door. As they move, Rose opens her eyes, eyeing the electric taser on the officer's hilt. When they reach the door, she hits the lights. She grabs the taser and shocks them both. Clamps both their wrists to the iron shackles. So long, boys. Rose shuts the door behind her, leaving the two unconscious officers in here alone. Exterior, Imperial Boulevard, day. The ATMT turns the corner onto Imperial Boulevard. Inside, Finn stokes the revolution via loudspeaker. We will no longer live in silence. Gather your weapons, rise up, strike back. Finn squints out the window at the gold droid wandering among the cheering revolutionaries. Unsure how he got here. Freakio? Finn climbs out of the ATMT hatch for a better look. Suddenly, he's yanked upwards. A brute trooper lifts him out of the hatch and throws him onto the back of the walker. Finn is locked in a fistfight on the back of a moving walker 50 feet off the ground. Finn takes brutal hits from the brute trooper's steel gloves. It's like fighting a medieval knight with his bare hands. A powerful tackle and they both roll off the edge of the moving walker. Slam! They land on the brute trooper's back. He keeps fighting unharmed. Finn spots the walker's foot coming down on them. They roll away just as it lands. The brute trooper grabs a fallen blaster, puts a heavy foot on his chest, and aims for Finn's heart. Last words, FM-2187. Suddenly, laser fire takes him out. Finn looks up at a unit of stormtroopers. The leader takes off his helmet, extends his hand. It's RK-514. He lifts Finn to his feet hands him a blaster. Rafe, I like it. The other stormtroopers take off their helmets and throw them aside, diverse faces with a new purpose, freedom. Interior, Eclipse Destroyer Bridge, space. Connix escorts Leia to a terminal. It's the message is from a first order transmitter. Finn is alive. He has an army ready to storm the capital. They need reinforcements. All we have is what's on this ship. You can't win a war with a hundred pilots. Plus one. Sorry, plus two. Okay, I get it. Leia's face falls from relief to dread. Where's Rey? She went on alone. Her choice, not mine. What about the others? We lost contact with Rose. Finn is alive. He says he has an army on the ground. Then we put our pilots in the sky and back him up. They'll kill millions. What? This is what we've been waiting for. If we take the capital, we can destroy that jammer and call the galaxy to war. It's too reckless. Resistance is reckless. Passion is the greatest weapon we have. Poe appeals to Leia. Their history together laid bare. The rebels fought the Empire in one. You showed us it could be done, but that was your war. This one's ours. Let us fight it. Leia looks out at the Resistance fleet, young, ready. Set a course for Coruscant. Ready all weapons and attack ships. This is a full assault. Interior, Eclipse Destroyer, Docking Bay, Space. Resistance soldiers load into transports. Pilots lower their droids into place. Urban assault vehicles roll into the open cargo holds of massive heavy transports. Exterior, Eclipse Destroyer, Space. The Eclipse tacks toward a distant point. The hyperdrive fires rocketing the massive craft deep into space. Exterior, Temple of Mortis. Day. 
Kylo Ren ascends the steps to a sealed stone door. The temple is cut into the mountaintop. Uninterpretable carvings, runes, and statues allude to civilization and knowledge long lost. He reaches out. The door bends to his will and opens. A millennium of dust spills from its cracks. But he does not enter. He knows he is not alone. I knew you'd come. Kylo turns to face Rey. His mask surprises her. She's only seen the projection of his ideal self in their connections. Not this. The force is strong in this place. Can you feel it? A low rumble. She's digging into his mind. You're in pain. Beneath that mask. Get out of my head. You won't like what you find. He force pushes her back. Her feet slide back a few inches, but she withstands it, steadfast. I'm stronger than Anakin Skywalker. Stronger than his son. But you're still afraid. Of what? You? Of what you've become. The dark side has left you empty. Alone. I don't have to be alone. With the power of this place, we could rule the galaxy as the ancients did. The dark side and the light... You still think I'd join you? After what you did to my family? Kylo falters a bit. Were you going to tell me here? Weaken me with the truth? I know what you did. Deep down, I've always known. She circles him like a lion. My parents didn't sell me for drinking money. They were hiding me from you. So you remember. Flashback too. The Knights of Ren in the rain... The image from Ray's force vision when she first touched the lightsaber. A distant child screams. Mom! Snoke made his orders clear. Find anyone who could destroy him. It didn't take us long to find you. You killed my parents. You blame me for your life on Jakku. You should thank me for it. You were safe. Say it! Did you kill them? I did! A blast of powerful energy explodes around her clearing the temple mount of loose rocks. You murdered Han Solo. I'm not here for you, Rey. Millions of people. All I want is behind that door. Rey ignites her dual lightsaber. Then you'll have to kill me. Kylo lights his own saber. I know. Kylo attacks. They clash on the steps of the temple. Both far more powerful than the last time they met. One of these two will not survive. Exterior, Coruscant, space. The eclipse appears from light speed. The city glows beneath. First Order Sentinel ship to protect the capital from space. Interior, eclipse destroyer, bridge, space. Leia spins around in the chair once occupied by Admiral Akbar. Send the fleet to Planetfall. Surprise is the only advantage we have. Interior, Eclipse Destroyer, Docking Bay, Space. X-Wings and Razorcraft fighters speed out of the bay, followed by troop transports and cargo dropships. Poe races toward the Falcon. Chewie and BB-8 follow. No, we don't have enough pilots. Get out there and do some damage. I don't know. Pick one. Chewie looks around. He spots an orange X-Wing. He cocks his head. Interior, First Order Capital, Command Deck, Day. 
Hux enters the command deck overlooking the boulevard. Smoke rises between the buildings. Chancellor, we've detected a ship in orbit. One of ours, but with unrecognized signature codes. It's the stolen eclipse. Summon all destroyers to the capital. We can end this uprising and eliminate the resistance in one triumphant day. Exterior, Eclipse Destroyer, Space. The Millennium Falcon rockets out of the bay and joins the Resistance attack fleet. The Sentinels unleash Hell, assisted by a squadron of TIE Hunters launching from within. Poe is inundated with blasts from the larger ships. A trio of Hunters bears down on the Falcon, then explode in succession. Chewbacca's X-Wing zips overhead, eliminating the enemy's ships with precise focus shots. Interior, Chewbacca's X-Wing cockpit. Chewie wears no helmet. BB-8 chirps from the droid socket. Interior, Falcon, cockpit. Poe raises his eyebrows, impressed. That's one hell of a pilot. Exterior, above Coruscant, space. The Eclipse unloads a super laser on the Sentinels. They explode as our attack fighters and transports descend through the billowing fire to Planetfall. Exterior, Coruscant, Imperial Boulevard, day. Womp. The ATMT's walker foot stomps down the boulevard toward the First Order capital. The new Resistance army moves with it. Thousands now, some with blasters, others with nothing but clubs and passion. Finn marches out front with Rafe and his rebel troopers. Dade rides out of the top hatch of the head of the ATMT, speaking through the booming broadcast speaker. Rise up! Join the fight! Small bands of revolutionaries appear from side alleys, a trickle building to a stream, building to a river. But a distant sound silences them. Lockstep boots. A thousand riot-suppressing Mandalorian Barut troopers. Bulky, armored mercenaries with heavy shields and arm cannons. The sun cuts through the fog, revealing the extent of the capital's defenses. Advanced tanks and walkers. New designs we've never seen. Finn holds the line at the sight of the oncoming forces. Stand your ground! Finn and the stormtroopers are hit with fire from all sides. On R2-D2 and C-3PO walking through lasers. A First Order astromech droid, R-808, rolls to a scomp terminal on the side of a flip tank and plugs into it. R2-D2 beeps urgently. He's sending a distress signal. Stop him! Nobody's listening to C-3PO. R2 beeps furiously. Me? I'm not programmed for violence, R2. C-3PO steals himself. He hustles through laser fire and rips open the back panel of R-808. I do apologize for this. He reaches into the droid's innards and pulls circuits out. R-808 beeps in distress, adding to C-3PO's horror. Please go quietly. One last yank and R-808 sparks out. Tips. Hits the ground. R2-D2 quickly plugs into the vacated scomp link. Sends his own command. The belly railgun stops, spins, resets, and fires on the brute troopers. Finn climbs up onto the flip tank past C-3PO who frets over the inanimate shell of R-808. I've done horrible things. I may never be the same. Shadows glide over the long boulevard. A squadron of TIE bombers crater the boulevard ahead of them. Geysers of concrete spew upward. They're about to be decimated. When a fleet of X-Wing and B-Wings dive from the sky. 
The resistance ships fly through the trench of buildings and hammer the bombers, spinning them into explosive collisions. Finn, Rafe, and the stormtroopers cheer the skies. Resistance transports land on the boulevard behind them. Stolen First Order AT-ATs, ATSTs, and attack speeders emerge from the cargo doors. They are heavily modded, painted with revolutionary colors, eyes, and teeth. Resistance troops pour out of the landing transports. Feel that? Finn swells with hope. We are the resistance, all of us! Exterior. Temple of Mortis. Night. Rain pounds on the gray stone, lit by flashes of blue and red. Lightsabers clash as Rey and Kylo fight mercilessly on the steps of the temple. Ancient statues crumble. Rey stops them in midair, pushing them back. I could have been your teacher. Rey loses ground, doubts herself, stumbles. I could have ended your pain. Rey slices Kylo's mask, shearing the bottom right half clean off, revealing the flesh beneath. He removes it. Eye to eye now, she parries and attacks. You're weakening. Kylo allows Rey's barrage to hammer him, taking careful controlled counterstrikes through her wild assaults. Last glimmer of a dying light. Kylo strikes a wicked blow across her face that instantly cauterizes a scar from her left cheek to her forehead. Rey's lightsaber drops to the stone. She falls to her knees and screams, clutching her eyes. When she opens her eyes, the world is an abstract blur of light. She's blinded. Kylo stands over her, lightsaber pointed to her heart. Rey looks up. She's crying blood. Rey falls backward down the stone steps, motionless. Goodbye, scavenger. Kylo enters the Temple of Mortis, leaving Rey blind and bleeding on the steps. Exterior, above Coruscant, space. The Falcon buzzes the surface of the Eclipse, picking off attackers. Chewbacca's X-Wing flies right with it. Whoom! Finalizer Star Destroyer arrives from hyperspace. It fires on the Eclipse, hitting the deflector shields. Interior. Eclipse Destroyer. Bridge. Leia swivels in her chair, conducting the revolution. Engage starboard cannons! Exterior. Above Coruscant. Space. Gun ports on the side of the Eclipse open pushing out 20 massive ion cannons like a pirate ship. They fire in unison. The finalizer stutters from the barrage and explodes. Interior, Eclipse Destroyer, bridge. Leia clenches her fist amid cheers of victory. Whoom, whoom, whoom. 10 more destroyers arrive at once, an armada of sizes and classes. Her confidence drains. Come about! The eclipse turns on its axis and unleashes hell. The lasers light up the dark like Christmas. The First Order destroyers fire back faster and more propulsive than we're used to. Their relative scale to the eclipse lets us feel their speed for the first time. Exterior. Coruscant. Air battle. Day. The resistant ships weave and glide between buildings, firing on the Thai hunters at window level of the profiteers who financed this conflict. A tight squadron reaches the capital itself. Their leader, Elo Asti, sends a pair of homing missiles into the structure. They hit big. Ion cannons on motorized swivels rise up from the structure's roof, blasting ships out of the sky with deadly precision. Interior, First Order Capital, War Room, Night. Chancellor Hux watches a holographic representation of the air battle. 
How is this not over? It's the stolen dreadnought, sir. Our fleet isn't equipped to engage a ship of that magnitude. I mean, all of it. Boom. An explosion rocks the capital, flickering the lights. Interior, first order capital, corridor, day. Rose sneaks through the crisp white hallway. She ducks into a recess, a procession approaching. Commander Selleck in the center of it. Ready the hyperdrive. Rose holds a gasp. The capital is a ship. In the unlikely event our defenses are breached, we'll make the jump to light speed. She watches the First Order techs break away. They scan the ID bars on their uniforms and disappear through a door. Rose sneaks to a window overlooking a vast, architectonic abyss encircling the spine of the capital. Attached to the spine like a vertebra, the cube transmission jammer. Completely encased in armor with no bridges or access points, she cannot reach it. She removes those confiscated First Order ID bars from a hidden pocket, scans the door, it opens. Interior, First Order Capital, Navigation Room, Day. Rose creeps into the control room, stacked with nav consoles. Prepare for surface disengagement. Ready engines for hyperspace. He gets a look. Purely precautionary. She slips behind the consoles and opens a panel in the floor. Interior, Navigation Subspace, Day. Rose crawls down into the subspace beneath the control room, surrounded by the wired computer towers that power the hyperdrive. The techs are still audible above. Ready to set coordinates, sir. Plot a course for the Forbes system. Rose opens a panel to a hyperdrive computer's motherboard and goes to work. Interior, Millennium Vulcan, cockpit, space. Poe zips between a pair of burning destroyers as they collide behind him. Swarming ties and chaos outside his cockpit. Chewie, get down there. They need you. I've got this under control. He doesn't. Interior, Chewbacca's X-Wing, space. BB-8 beeps frenetically. (laughs) Chewbacca spins and dives, breaking into the atmosphere. Exterior, First Order Capital, day. Chewbacca's X-Wing descends to the capital, weaving through the grid of lasers fired upward by the ion cannons. He makes an attack run over the cannon arrays, taking out several turrets with one continuous dizzying display of aeronautical badassery. Interior, Chewbacca's X-Wing, day. Alarm warnings, multiple lock-ons. TIE fighters swarm around Chewie, ganging up. BB-8 chirps, concerned. Chewie roars, also concerned. Blam! They're hit! Chewie maneuvers over Monument Square, spinning into a dive. Exterior, Monument Square, day. The orange X-Wing makes a distressed landing, knocking over the brute troopers in its path as it comes to a screeching stop. Save that pilot! Finn and his squad blast their way toward the crashed ship. He climbs onto the wing. BB-8 beeps frantically. BB-8? The cockpit opens up. Chewbacca roars. Chewie, where'd you learn to fly like that? Before you were born. A fresh batch of heavy ATMTs emerge. Cannon fire rains down from the capital above. This revolution may not last long. Interior, Eclipse Destroyer, Bridge, Day. Leia is wary but steadfast. Change our plane of attack. Don't let them line up on us. Connix interrupts Leia urgently. General, our agent on the inside is contacting you. We have an agent on the inside? Connix activates her comm speaker. The capital is a ship! Rose? Slow down. 
Interior. First Order Capital. Control. Subspace. Day. Rose is patched into a comm terminal. Sparks falling around her. Hot-wired cables string between CPU towers. They're gonna leave the planet. I can disable the hyperdrive, but I need the key codes in R2's memory drive. R2's with Finn. Patch her through. Finn's alive? Exterior. Monument Square. Day. Finn takes cover behind a fallen ATST and yells into his comm. Rose, you're alive! Stay where you are, we're coming for you. Interior, First Order Capital, Control Subspace, Day. Rose rolls her eyes. She's about to save everyone's ass. Great, listen carefully. I need R2 to transfer me the hyperdrive keys before this thing takes off. Hyperdrive? Where are you? There's a Scoplink terminal at the base of the capital. I'll have a direct connection to him from there. Got it? Exterior, Monument Square, Day. Finn looks around frantically. R2! Where are you? He spots C-3PO and R2-D2 behind a flipped tank. He races to them and grabs R2-D2. We need to get you to the capital. Master Finn, we're more suited for rear unit duty. Finn looks out at the battlefield, eyeing the path to the base terminal. First Order transports touch down ahead. Even more brute troopers spill out into the square. None of this matters if we don't reach that terminal. R2-D2 beeps, determined. For glory? What are you saying, R2? There is no glory for droids. Blam! R2-D2 takes a direct hit from a cannon blast. He hits the side of the tank and falls hard. There is no comical squeal. He's silent and scorched black, unmoving. R2? R2! Chewie, cover us! Finn hunkers over R2. Chewbacca stands tall, firing away. R2! R2, say something! Finn waves smoke away from R2's burnt body. The droid's circuits are dead. No power. Those codes are in here somewhere. Finn opens a panel and removes R2-D2's memory drive. Sorry, buddy. BB-8 rolls up, ready for duty. Finn opens the compartment in the droid's round body and inserts R2's memory drive. It's all up to you now, okay? Into his comms. Send BB-8 terminal coordinates. He's got this. You got this, right? BB-8 nods, silent, focused. His moment. Covering fire! Finn, Chewbacca, and the stormtroopers cover as best they can. Go! Go! BB-8 dashes into the battle. We stay right with him, tracking past a barrage of explosions and laser blasts. Through the moving ATMT's legs, narrowly missing craters and fallen brute troopers. Finn watches the little guy from afar, inspired. He looks around at the wounded resistance, cut off and surrounded, fighting for survival. Boom! An explosion knocks Finn off his feet. His ears are ringing. Fall back! Finn yells to see 3 po still kneeling over R2-D2's fallen body. 3 po we have to move! C-3PO looks up, hands on R2's scorched head, emotion like we've never seen from him. I can't leave him! Finn is speechless, crushed by it all. Chewbacca reaches down and heaves R2-D2's scorched shell up onto his back. With one arm blasting and the other securing R2-D2, he and Finn race toward cover. Chewbacca gets hit. He stumbles, but keeps going. Chewbacca is hit again. He falls to one knee, almost drops R2-D2, but he stands up. Finn's eyes tear up as they fire back at impossible odds. This is how it ends. Interior, Millennium Falcon, Space. 
Poe watches enemy ships slip through their strafing attack formations and descend toward Coruscant. We'll have no chance down there if these reinforcements make it through. We need more ships. Interior, eclipse, bridge, space. Another Star Destroyer appears from hyperspace, and then another, and another. Leia watches the numbers shift even more out of their favor. Luke, I'm sorry. Interior, Temple of Mortis, night. Kylo Ren's long shadow precedes him into the Cavern of Stone. Statues of the ancients look down into the deep void in the center, sealed with a slab of unpolished marble. Kylo reaches out. The stone slab slides off and falls to the ground with a thud. He looks down into the well, beneath the temple, deep into the heart of Mortis, eager for his reward. It's empty. Nothing. A hole in the ground. No. No! Kylo searches the rune-covered walls, looking for answers. He finds only arcane sculpted faces looking down at him. He fires his saber and slashes at the statues, scarring the ancients with his rage. You've lost, Ben. Luke Skywalker steps into the light. A thin blue glow traces his form. You're dead. The Jedi are ghosts. The dark side has failed you. Like it failed my father. Your father was weak. His love for his family saved him. I wish it could save you. Luke looks deep into his former student's pained eyes. I did what I had to do. You chose hate. I chose power. Kylo fires his saber and attacks, but Luke catches the blade with his gloved hand, stopping it in midair, stronger than Kylo could possibly imagine. I'll be stronger than any Skywalker has ever been. Their faces are inches away, separated by the red blade. You are no Skywalker. Exterior, Temple Mount, night. Ray lies motionless on the stone steps, blind and bleeding in the rain. Then her hand moves, her eyes flutter open. Luke. Interior, Temple of Mortis, night. Luke's expression changes. He senses her. Let go, Kylo. You can't defeat us. Us? I am not alone. Obi-Wan was right. Exterior, Temple Mount, night. Rey drags her shattered body up the temple steps. Her arm gives out. She collapses. The pain is too much. We're connected. All living things... Interior, Eclipse Destroyer, Bridge, Space. Leia looks beyond the battle. She feels Ray's pain. Ray, the Force surrounds us. Interior, Capital Navigation Subspace, Day. Rose winces from a spark as she rewires the hyperdrive on the Capitol. Her fingertips are bleeding. She looks up, a feeling. It penetrates us. Interior, Millennium Falcon, Night. Poe flies through a barrage of laser fire. Binds the galaxy together. He feels the connection from across the galaxy. Ray. Exterior, Temple Mount, night. Ray into the rain. Poe. She grows stronger. Finn. Exterior, Coruscant, Imperial Boulevard, sunset. Finn is crouched low behind cover, lasers flying overhead. We are one, bound by the Force. Finn feels the connection. 
and a surge of hope. Fight, Ray. Fight. Exterior, Temple Mount, night. Ray hears him. He's there with her. They all are. Fight. Interior, Temple of Mortis, night. Luke gives his former student a faint smile. And we will not be broken. Exterior, Temple Mount, night. With all her strength, the last Jedi rises. She unwraps a strip of cloth from the bandage on her hand. She uses it to blindfold her eyes. Interior, Temple of Mortis, night. Luke vanishes. Beyond him, Rey stands tall in the arched doorway, blind, bruised, determined. Our masters were wrong. I will not deny my anger. And I will not reject my love. Her fallen lightsaber flies into her hands. I am the darkness. And I am the light. You are nothing. You are no one. She ignites the blades. They crackle. No one is no one. Kylo charges. Their blades meet and sizzle. Rey fights him blindfolded, guided by the Force. Interior, Eclipse Destroyer, space. Burning Resistance cruisers plummet to landfall. Leia watches the fiery carnage out her observation window. It's over. More ships arriving from the Outer Rim, General. Prepare to retreat. These aren't First Order ships. Leia looks out at the starfield ahead. Off her surprise, a thousand ships appear from hyperspace. A massive fleet of smugglers and thieves flying tricked-out, junkyard-bound personal cruisers. The pirates Han Solo spent half his life running from. In the lead is Lando's personal starship, the Lady Luck. Interior, Lady Luck, space. Lando Calrissian helms the controls. Thought you could use a few scoundrels. Nine Nylon, an aging alien in a vintage bomber jacket, shakes his head in the co-pilot's chair. I'm too old for this shit. Lando's ragtag fleet attacks, covering the larger battleships as they lay waste to the enemy. Exterior, Coruscant, Imperial Boulevard, day. A burning Thai hunter crashes into the army of brood troopers and tanks in the square. Finn looks up. A battalion of ships he's never seen before joins the firefight in the sky. What? Yeah! He raises his rifle in the air, yelling to all who can hear. Chewie, we've got company! <laughs> Exterior, Capital Base, Terminal, day. BB-8 reaches the capital base and plugs into the terminal. Interior, First Order Capital, Control Subspace, Day. Rose receives the feed on her hacked CPU tower. The panel lights up with a flood of key codes. boy. Interior, Eclipse, Bridge, Space. The First Order fleet takes a beating. First Order forces are in retreat. Send more ships to the capital. Leia smiles as relief washes over her. She speaks into her comm. Poe, get down there. Interior, Millennium Falcon, space. Poe steers the Falcon into a deep descent straight down. Copy that. The Falcon starts one long descent from space into the city. Poe takes out TIE hunters as he goes, firing the Falcon's forward cannons until they jam dry. The ship dives into the canyon of buildings, leveling out on a trajectory toward the legion of ATMTs on the boulevard. The Falcon buzzes over the heads of Poe and Chewbacca. 
and crashes through the legs of the walkers, cutting the mechanical beasts off at the knees, toppling them all as it sparks out into Monument Square. The ship grinds to a stop at the base of the capital. The accumulated pile of broken walkers and crashed ship creates a barricade on the front steps. Interior, First Order Capital, Day. Alarms blare. Commanding officers frantically prepare for departure. Hux eyes the crashed falcon in the square below. Bomb the city! Decimate every last being! Our forces are outnumbered, sir. Hux realizes the tragic truth. He's lost the Star Wars. Interior, Chancellor Hux's chamber. Day. Hux storms into his lush chamber. He goes to the collector's case, removes one of his prized vintage lightsabers. He activates it and impales himself with the purple blade. Hux kneels, the glowing saber protruding from his chest as the First Order ships descend in smoke and fire out the window. Interior, Temple of Mortis, night. Kylo counters Ray's every move. They are evenly matched, two sides of a coin, flame and shadow, fighting to the death. A vicious swing in Kylo's lightsaber shatters at the hilt, destroyed along with several fingers on his left hand, cut across the palm. He looks at it with disbelief, stumbles back toward the empty well of Mortis, and falls to one knee. Ray stands over him, anger flowing. She separates her dual lightsaber. She holds one blade pointed to Kylo's chest. Kylo is stunned by the powerful being before him. She's almost glowing unfathomable living force within. Kylo clenches his teeth, eyes furious, a rage like we haven't seen since Anakin Skywalker. He reaches out the open palm of his good hand and begins to extract the living force from Rey as Tor Valum taught him. She rises, energy flowing from her body into Kylo's hand as the life drains from her. She pulls her blindfold off and screams to the sky. Kylo stands tall, energized. His face is returned to normal, healed. He pulls the iron plates off his skin. They fall away, healthy flesh revealed underneath. He looks beyond Ray to the empty well of Mortis. They were wrong. All of them. The power of this place can't be taken. Ben... It's nothing compared to you. Kylo takes more from her. Rey is almost gone, drained of life. She summons all her strength and reaches out. With the last of herself, she offers him her hand. Ben, please. Interior, Eclipse Destroyer, Bridge, Space. Leia feels the disturbance. It pains her. Into the vastness of space, she says her son's name. Ben. Interior, Temple of Mortis, night. Kylo hears his mother's voice, carried by the Force. Ben. He stops, listening to her, feeling her close. Ben, come back. Come home. Something happens to Kylo when he hears his mother's voice. Interior, Eclipse Destroyer, Bridge, Space. Leia speaks to her son through the Force. Help us. Interior, Temple of Mortis, night. Kylo feels the very thing that destroyed Anakin Skywalker. But it doesn't make him feel weak. He looks at Rey's outstretched hand and takes it. The living force flows back into her. 
both light and dark swirl within Ray as Kylo is reduced to an empty shell, a man without power, a frightened boy. Kylo and Ray collapse into one another, each propping the other up on their knees. Ray is close now, their foreheads touching. He is weakened, spent in the last moments of his life. Sulana. Ray is stunned to hear her name, distant like a memory. Your name? Ray Solana. Those words are Ben Solo's last. Ray watches the light dim in his eyes. But it is the light. Goodbye, Ben. With a look that could be perceived as love, Ben Solo dies. Ray releases her hold, collapses, barely alive herself. They have fought to the death. Exterior, capital steps, sunset. Finn appears through smoke, bloodstained, dirty, a hero. Rafe and the other renegade stormtroopers behind him. Poe climbs out of the Falcon's cockpit. Chewie helps him. Poe regards his old friend, amazed at his transformation. He spots a fallen resistance flag on the ground. He picks it up and hands it to Finn. Finn takes the flag, climbs up the angled bow of the crashed midnight oiler to the top of the barricade of the ships. Poe and Chewbacca scale it with him. Finn waves the flag for all to see. The ground shakes. They look up as the First Order Capitol leaves its moorings. Everybody get back! A thunderous boom as the Capitol rises into the sky. Rose is still in there! Finn spots BB-8 rolling toward them from the quaking base. BB-8, where is she? Interior, First Order Capitol, escape pod base, day. Rose races through the quaking capital. She checks a map she's drawn on her hand and rounds a corner toward a bay of escape pods. She climbs into one, shuts the door. It launches as the capital rises. It's a short trip before it crash lands onto the battlefield. Interior, First Order Capital, Command Deck, Day. Commander Selleck looks down at the shrinking metropolis below. The massive structure casts a shadow over the city. Ready for light speed. Exterior, First Order Capital, Day. Finn rushes to Rose's crashed escape pod. Rose! Touches her face. Are you okay? She touches his hand affectionately. I'm fine. She looks up at the rising capital, backlit against the setting sun. Poe, Chewie, BB-8, and C-3PO follow her eyes. They're getting away! Did you disable the hyperdrive? I couldn't figure it out. Hope falls away. The war is lost. So, I made some adjustments to their Nava computer. Without precise calculations, that thing could... The capital jumps to light speed. The moment it vanishes. Boom. The capital ship collides with a distant planet. The impact is so massive, so galaxy-shaking, it's visible for light years. Fly right into a star. Interior. Eclipse. Destroyer. Space. Leia shields her eyes as the enormous explosion in deep space pulsates into the starry twilight. It's a beacon of hope. Radio comms instantly crackle to life. A cacophony of voices fill the frequency waves, calling on their brethren to fight. Exterior, Monument Square, day. Finn, Poe, Rose, Chewie, and the droids all look up. Awed, inspired, but they can't celebrate. Not yet. Poe looks at Finn. It speaks volumes. You feel it too. Poe nods, affirming their connection. Ray is gone. Interior, Temple of Mortis, night. 
Ray lies flat on the stone. Silence. Light fills the space around her. Particles of energy floating up. She rises with them. The light engulfs the frame until we reach a place beyond what we know. The astral plane. Glimmers of energy flicker like fireflies in the darkness. Ray opens her eyes. Clear again. Unburdened. Three of the distant glimmers grow larger than the others. She moves toward them. It's Yoda, Luke Skywalker, and Obi-Wan Kenobi. Is this death? In this place, there is no such thing as death. I can see. Your true self is free of suffering, free of pain. Taught us much, you have. I've taught you. Mm, succeeded where we have failed. Narrow was our point of view. You chose to embrace the dark side and the light to find balance within. Mm. Coexist, they must. As such, feelings do in all of us. But if I'm here with you... A choice you must make. To return or to remain. Here, there is serenity. Knowledge. Peace. Those lost but not forgotten. She looks beyond them at the shimmering flecks of energy. And there? There, you will face a galaxy in turmoil. Pain, suffering, and the loss of those you love. But living you will be. Love, you shall. We hold on Ray's face as she considers the life she's yet to live and makes her decision. Thank you. The spirits fade into the cosmic force. As the light overwhelms us, Obi-Wan Kenobi's voice echoes. You are a Jedi, Rey Solana. But you will not be the last. Exterior, Coruscant, day. A resistance flag rises from the rubble at the site of the old capital. Thousands of citizens fill the square. Free. Interior, ceremonial hall, day. Heroes at attention. Leia Skywalker Organa in elegant white, Lando Calrissian and her top generals around her. Finn, Rose, Poe, and Chewie stand before Leia. She places medals of honor around each of their necks. BB-8 beeps excitedly at their feet. After 40 years of service, Chewie gets a medal he can keep. Exterior, landing platforms, sunset. Leia looks down at the blue beacon bracelet once used to guide Rey back to safety clenched tightly in her hand. Finn and Rose stand by her side. I can't feel her presence. Finn bows his head. Neither can he. But there's a calm I've never felt. Balance. That's her. Leia smiles. BB-8 rolls up and beeps to Rose and Finn. Come on, we have work to do. Leia approaches Poe and Chewbacca, also on their way. She places the beacon bracelet in Poe's hand. I'll never stop looking. Chewbacca gives her a giant Wookiee hug. (laughs) Okay, okay, easy. Finn approaches Poe, holding something under his arm. Let me know what you find. I will. Finn hands Poe his old leather jacket. For good luck. Poe smiles. He takes it, hugs Finn. Chewbacca growls. (laughs) We follow Poe and Chewie to the Millennium Falcon, rebuilt to look better than it has in decades. Interior, Millennium Falcon, space. Poe flips switches in the cockpit. Ready, Chewie? 
He takes Ray's beacon and hangs it, replacing Han's dice. Interior. Leia's quarters. Night. Leia watches from her window as the Millennium Falcon jets off into the starfield. The Phantom Hawk rockets the other way into empty space. Leia checks on R2-D2, still under construction. A repair droid works on rebuilding his destroyed frame. How's he coming along? A quick cycle through his memory banks and he'll be back to his old self again. I hope. He'll be fine, 3PO. I can't imagine what I'd do without him. I know he's stubborn, but I... I... I know. Leia picks up R2-D2's intact memory drive, rescued by BB-8. She inserts it in R2-D2, reminiscent of the first time we saw the princess with a droid. R2-D2 beeps to life. As his files catalog into chronological order, he projects the contents of his memory bank, and we witness their adventures over all the years, all from this droid's perspective, meeting the shell of C-3PO on Tatooine, flying with Anakin in many space battles, Obi-Wan giving Luke his father's lightsaber, flying through the Death Star Trench, Yoda lifting the X-Wing from the swamp, Luke saluting from the plank on Jabba's barge, Leia and Han outside the bunker on Endor. Leia is taken back by the flood of memories. It's cathartic for her and for us. Thank you, R2. Leia leaves them alone, together. R2 beeps affectionately. Exterior, Leia's balcony, night. Leia steps outside, looks up at a field of stars. She looks up at the vastness of space. A star falls. She feels something new. Peace. Exterior, Modesta, day. A serene, sun-dappled ranch surrounded by rolling green fields of tall grass. Smoke curls from the chimney. Interior, homestead, day. Finn sits with a circle of young children, six to eleven, in a sun-drenched cabin. A fire crackles as he finishes a story. And the light could be seen all over the galaxy. In every system. Ray gave us all hope. A little girl, seven, looks confused. But how do you know she's really gone? I don't think she's gone. I believe... Finn eyes rose, seated at a wood table, parts of a droid's motivator spread out in front of her. She smiles. I believe someday she'll come back. And when she does, we'll be here waiting. All of us. The children smile, relieved. They like that ending. Go on, get outside. The kids leap up and run out into the daylight. Finn rises with them and follows the last one out. Exterior, Modesta, day. The children race about the pasture. Dade is among them. So is the broom boy from Canto Bite. They race around a Nerf foal, trying to hook a ring around its tiny horns. BB-8 races with them. The little girl hooks it. The ring flies back through the air into her hand. These children are Force-sensitive. Finn and Rose have built a refuge for Force-sensitive youth to live the life they never had. Finn steps out onto the front porch. He leans against a post. The twin sunset washes his face. Something in that sunset changes his wistful expression. Unclear at first, it soon becomes a realization there's a tremor in the Force. Interior, Millennium Falcon, deep space. Poe and Chewie in the Falcon at light speed. The beacon, hanging from the dash, suddenly begins to glow. Chewie roars. Chewie, turn the ship around. I know, just turn around! 
Exterior, Modesta, day. Finn notices a glimmer of light in the distance. He steps forward to get a closer look. Rose joins him, shielding her eyes from the sun. A figure blurs on the horizon. It's a familiar silhouette. Dirty, ragged, walking for a long time. BB-8 rolls forward. The kids hear the droid, stop their game, look to the fields beyond. On the horizon, it's Ray Solana. Her eyes are restored. Only a faint scar runs across her forehead. The kids run toward her, joined by BB-8, who is faster. Ray walks on toward the homestead. Here, she will train a new generation of Jedi and pass down what she has learned, that only an understanding of the balance within the Force can lead to peace and justice in the galaxy. such.